a cloud of uncertainty has hovered over high school football for months. Will they play? Will they not? Week one is finally here. And yes, we are, in fact, playing high school football. If you peek through the clouds on this damp late August night, you can see the joy on the faces of players as the reality of actually playing is setting in. What the future holds, we certainly do not know. But tonight on this field, we are playing high school football. For the very first time, the Summit Spartans have a radio home. From our front porch to yours, welcome to WKOM 101.7. Tonight, the run to a state title begins in their own neighborhood at Rival Independence. And it's next on TriStar Sports Radio. Summit Spartan Football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Quick Mart, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental, Franklin Kubota, Right Care Clinic, Game Time, DB's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Sands Fence Company, Tin Pin Alley, Parks Motor Sales, and by The Garbage Man. It's time for Spartan Football with Justin Lamb. Here's Mike Epley. Thanks, JP. You are listening live to Summit Spartans broadcast for the first season on 101.7 FM, also on TriStarSportsRadio.com. Just go on there and click the tab and you can hear it. I'm Mike Epley alongside color commentator for tonight, Justin Lamb. We are just as excited to deliver it as you are to receive it. 71 and sunny. We hope the rain holds off tonight. But there will be no tune-up game for this, so we can dive right into it. Limited scrimmages, practices, no jamboree due to COVID. As Summit sets his eyes on returning to the big show in Cookville. This is the game of the week. This is it. Summit, Independence. Everyone's here. Before we bring Justin on, who has been around this program for years, let's get you up to speed with the history of the Spartans and how far it's come. This will be the 10th season. Head coach Brian Coleman in his seventh season after replacing Scott Kiesler, or Kiesler uh, who resigned after three seasons. Coach Coleman has a 39-31 record, made four out of six playoffs since he's been here, and a state championship runner-up last season. The only loss to Knox Central, 30-7, with starting quarterback who you're going to hear tonight is Destin Wade behind center. So the train's about to leave the station. Who knows how far it would go or how far it would travel, but the momentum's behind the program. Let's start with COVID because that could decide the football season. And speaking to Coach Coleman, no player has tested positive for COVID. Now we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to stay here, I believe. Uh, We're pausing right now. And we will take a commercial break and be back and shortly. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. 
performed by the Independence High School Marching Band under the direction of Mr. Tyler Dietrich. And there you go. We can bring Justin in. First of all, great to be back with you and covering the Spartans. But what more can you tell us from COVID and how might it affect the season moving forward? I mean, obviously, I think every game you play is one more than you probably anticipate you're going to get to play when this all started back in March. Uh, you know, people are optimistic that with the social distancing they're doing at the games and everybody's wearing masks here tonight, uh, six feet apart, trying to do the best we can to get as much of this season in to give these kids an opportunity to play after, you know, so many loss, the ability to play in the spring. Family member tests positive. The player will be out for 14 days. A player in a specific position group, say defensive line, the entire defensive line will be out for 14. Coleman wanted to play tonight on the 21st. I asked him. He said the kids earned the right not to wait until September 18th. Talk about earning playing time. We have a huge blow to the season and breaking news to start the uh, pregame in the best sought-out player for Summit right now, the highest recruit. Keaton Wade will not play tonight. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. There's a foot injury that lingered. Uh, Justin, it's going to be tough for Summit to get going, especially with no scrimmages and without Keaton Wade tonight. I mean, that's a huge blow, obviously, first game of the season. You know, Keaton rushed for almost 1,200 yards last year, 18 touchdowns. But where I think they're going to miss him the most is on the defensive side, where he led the way with 103 tackles, had 22 and a half tackles for loss. He's a guy that's a difference maker on the defensive side of the ball, and that's where I think they'll miss him the most tonight. You have seen the fairy tale ride uh, in one game too soon. How do they get back there and win the state championship this year? I think the experience they gained last year, making that great run and getting redemption wins over Page and Shelbyville on their way and then a huge win over Dyer County, obviously, to put them in the, in the Blue Cross Bowl. I think you can't put a, a value on how much you gain from that kind of situation, that kind of run, and they're going to take that momentum and energy into this season and hope to go back to Cookville. Let's talk to Coach Coleman earlier this week. Uh, I asked him the pros leading into this game. He likes the experience. He likes the winning football program. The kids believe that they can win, and coaches can actually coach, and a lot of talent on both sides of the ball returning. The cons, the, they got a target on their back. They were runner-up last year. Everyone knows these superstars. 
There were no seven-on-seven scrimmages, so it limits the intensity of the team in the passing game. They've got to pick up the passing game, and I'll turn this over to you. Coach Coleman wants to at least go 75-25 run pass, but maybe ideally for him would be 90-10. Where do you see the Spartans' offense this year? Someone's going to try to run this clock out. They're going to try to grind <laughs> you down defense, grind you down on offense, make you give in and wear you down so that in the third and fourth quarter when they got to have a big drive to get it, your defense is going to be weary from having to go up against this running attack for so long. This is the team that, that prides itself on being able to win at the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be the key to their success. They're going to get Gavin Wells out for the coin toss in, on the eye in independence. As if you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to TriStar Radio, uh, sportsradio.com. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. Uh, Justin, as we go to the defense here, uh, without we mentioned Wade playing defense, but we, they're running the 3-4 the uh, Coach Coleman likes it. Alex Melton's been with him the entire time. Coach Coleman's been here. What can you give us for the 3 4 defense for Coach Melton? The key to some of it's been their success last year is that they flew to the football. Okay. Anytime there was a play out in open space, two, three, four, five guys were converging on the runner to prevent the big plays. And they did a tremendous job last year eliminating the big plays. And that's going to be the key tonight because Independence is going to try to be explosive as possible. Scott Blade runs a high octane offense, and they're going to try to hit the big play early. Yeah, Scott Blade's the other guy. And. It looks like Summit received the toss, and they're going to say, give me the ball. So we're going to see the offense first uh, here for Summit. If you're just tuning in to 101.7, we appreciate it. Also online, TriStarSportsRadio.com. You can hear that as well. Uh, We're about kickoff here at Independence High School. This is a rivalry game. We call it the the back – basically the – what do they call it, Justin, here, the – Backyard brawl. I mean, they call it a little bit of everything. There's not a lot of love between these two teams for sure. This is a heated rivalry. Uh, they both like to beat each other. They both refuse to uh, refer to each other. The no S allowed here, no I at mm. Summit. So it's a uh, it's a heated rivalry, but it'll be a great game. And the kids get along and like each other. But when they're on the field, it's going to be intense. Yeah, we'll call it. I think it's the border battle uh, is what they deemed it. And the uh, overall record, Independence will beat uh, the leg up on Summit, as we know Summit. Established the program in 2010, Independence 2004. Uh, didn't play the first two years. Coach Coleman comes in. Uh, Indy did not win last year. Summit prevailed. Right now, currently two and five uh, in the border battle for Summit. So first win in 2007. So Summit will be in all white if you're just tuning in with blue letters and numbers. Uh, Independence will be gold and blue, uh, gold top, blue pants, and the gold helmet. So as they go to one end zone, they're going to kneel for the camera and let the uh, fans cheer them on. Uh, we're going to see the offense first for Summit. A way to be out at quarterback. He's a junior, being highly recruited. A lot of SEC school, but schools behind him, six foot five, two fifteen. So he should be the playmaker. And Coach Coleman is going to run him because we don't know how long this season might last. Absolutely, you got to play every game like it's your last game because you don't know how the importance of this game. Sort of like the baseball season, where the games probably mean three or four times as much because of the standings. This could be a situation where you only get four or five games in, so every game is going to be like a must-win situation. As we await, as they get the final, the kids will get the final instructions from the head coaches um we talked about too the weather i want to bring that kind of full circle for us i don't want to jinx this but it could be bad weather rolling in what does that do for this game tonight somebody doesn't have any effects at all from the weather they're a team that runs the ball the way they do 
rain, sleet, hail, they don't care. They're going to do what they're going to do. It may hurt Independence a little bit more. They kind of like to throw the ball more. So if the rain does come into play, that might be another benefit for someone. And it looks like it's probably going to be showers on and off throughout the whole game. Sam Hinky, the junior, five foot 11, 170, will put the tee in the ground on the 40. And Summit comes onto the field for the first time this year. And we will have back for Summit Brandon King. He's a junior, along with Ja'Kalen Cotton, the senior. Ja'Kalen Cotton will go to him first because he will be the speed guy. Five foot ten, one eighty. He earned the right as the starting tailback for Coach Coleman. He's a gritty runner, man. He's going to get the hard yards that you need, and he's a guy that can break off the big play. And he's going to be a key tonight. His explosiveness will be very important for Summit. As Cotton to be in the backfield, it would be a one-back set for Coach Coleman. As Coach Brian Coleman will call the plays, and he's also the offensive line coach. We did have Coach Palmer come through and exit out pretty quickly. Uh, coach Palmer took a head coach position in Alabama, so that was a brief stint here with some. Very brief. So Coach Coleman is going back to what he knows, and here we go. The 2020 season has arrived, and we are underway in Independence. The ball will go to King at about the 7, up to the 10. 20, he's got an open field. He cuts left, back up to the middle, and Summit will start at the 39-yard line. A big return there. So the starters for Summit will be Destin Wade at quarterback. Ja'Kalen Cotton will play running back. At center tonight will be Tyler Garber, two-year starter. Uh, One-year starter Cooper Cook will be at right guard. And Ryan Smith, right tackle, six foot, 280. Those two are both one-year starters. Sam Jewell and Matthew Mullen, two-year starters on the left side. As here he goes, Destin Wade will take off for seven yards up the middle, so they run the draw away to start it, Justin. You're going to see that all night long. That's a play that's been tremendously successful to them, and they're going to go to it as often as they can. And here we go as Summit's already up to the 46-yard line. Starting at the 39, they run Wade. We saw a lot of Wade. Wade is a three-year starter counting this season. Here we go. Cotton off tackle, left side. Bounces back in across Got midfield to the, 50, to the 49 and that will be a first down for five yards for Cotton. Two runs, Justin, and a first down. Hey, they're doing what Coach Coleman likes to do, getting big chunks on first down, and then you're able to do a lot of more things on second down. They're going to spot him at the 50, so they're going to give Cotton a gain of about three and a half on that as Wade will be under center, or check that, in the shotgun, man in motion across the screen, and we got a whistle. Switzer got it, the senior, but they're going to stop the play. And that is Zach Switzer, flanker, 5'10", 180, and the, his grandfather. Barry Switzer Barry used Switzer. to be coach at Oklahoma. There you go. And he's here a lot. He comes around, and we used to see him. We used to play against him in flag football. He'd show up every now and then. So. We got a penalty uh, on Summit. Maybe a legal motion call there. False start. Yeah, it was a false start. I was looking at you when they made the play. So we do have the starting lineups. Just remember, from center to the left side, you have two-year starters on that line. So you could see a lot of Summit go behind them during the game. Here we go. Hands up the middle. Nothing doing. 
It's a good job by Independence there. They're collapsing on that play. They weren't fooled by the by the motion. Yeah, and that was uh, Cotton going back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe got one, maybe. Yeah, we'll give him one to be courteous there. This and is six, where they need to avoid the second and long, third and long. That's, that's a situation that doesn't bode well for something. 6-50. I just got to the scoreboard. We're in a tough spot here. Second and 13. They do give him two yards on that play. Wade looking. Wade right. Wade finds his man, spins off one, and it's Jolly. Jolly to the 47. He got about half of it back. Great job by Jolly getting open in space there. He was able to, to deke the defender out of the way and pick up a big seven yards for Summit. So now it's your third down. It's a third down in about six. It'll be 10-20 in the first quarter. This is a much more manageable down for third down. You didn't want to get stuck in a third and long situation where you're having to go down the field. Big big play on second down there for Summit. On the 46, first third down, and they're going to run Cotton. Cotton hammers his way to the 43, so he's three yards short. What do you do for Coleman? I think first game of the year, an independent side, they're going to go for it, no question. Hurry up. Only Wade on a sneak. Hurry up with 9.50 in the first quarter. It's fourth and three. And Wade's going to look. Is he going to snap it? And they are. Wade's going to run it. Wade jukes one, two, three. He spins his way. First down. That's, that's the unbelievable gift of having him in the backfield. That's a kid that can get the hard yards when he needs to, and they don't have to worry about whether or not he's going to make it. They know pretty much that's an automatic play for them. Fourth and three, and they got it. Wade. They do that very – they go to the line very quickly to keep the defense from making any substitutions, and they're able to get that playoff quickly and then get the big yards. 9-28 first quarter, 0-0. Zero, zero. We are on the Independence side of the field. Here Uh-oh. comes Wade. Wade lost the football. Very Luckily, fortunate. it ricochets off a leg of Independence and hops right back in the bread basket for Wade. If you're going to fumble at one, always let it bounce back to yourself. It's a good trick. And that's talent, if you, if you can do that. So Wade has been running the football with one completion to Jolly. It was basically a hitch pattern or off the middle. Jolly, Jolly set down in the zone. Four-man front for Independence. They're going to send Switzer across. Yeah, false And we've got another whistle. And, Justin, we saw two. This is the second penalty against Summit, but this is what happens when you don't play scrimmages and you got to go. You cannot rep, You cannot replicate the, the, the speed of the game, putting plays in. It's one thing when you're doing it against yourself, but it's just it's impossible in a real-game situation, the nerves and everything else that goes into it. Second penalty against Summit. It overcame the first penalty We'll see with the second. 840, 0-0, first quarter. If you're tuning in, Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call here. Cotton, no, he didn't get it. Waggle, right side, finds him in the flats, and here we go. Close to the first down marker. It will be Brady Pierce, and I talked to Coach. He's one of the receivers, two-year starter, five foot ten. He loves this guy. Oh, his brother was a tremendous player for him last year. He was a huge receiver for them, and Brady's a tough kid. He's going to get the yards like that, and he's a great player on defense as well. So third down and three, that was Wade to Pierce. Once again, though, the motion out of the quarterback was able to make the defenders have to respect that, and then he can get guys open in space. Third and three on about the 38. And here comes Cotton behind a pulling guard. The ball on the ground, and it's a fight for it at the bottom. It's, It's going to be no signal yet. Still no signal. 
And it's in no, it's uh, Summit's football. I don't know how Somehow, he was able to get that ball. Some way we did get it. So it's going to be fourth down now. Fourth and two and a half, possibly three. Looks like going to be no gain on that one. So yep. So on the thirty-eight of Independence. I don't know how he got that ball in that scrum. So now they're going to put in the heavyweight. The heavyweight is Trey. Scoreboard's out. Trey Hunter and the scoreboard is out. So we're going to, and we got a whistle, and that might be what they see as well. So, and now they're going to reset the play. And just to know, uh, we haven't talked about this guy yet. Going to see him on defense, but Trey Hunter's inserted as a senior, and he's the he's the uh, Thunder. Oh, uh, he, he's, he brings the heat. He brings the punch. He's six foot, two hundred and thirty pounds. Solid runner back. Solid running yeah. back for somebody. He's going to get in there in the middle and get those tough ground out yards. He's a hard guy to bring down because he's so long and so thick. I talked to Coach Coleman. He said this guy in the A gaps is one of the toughest guys to run, and the A gap will be off the center, off the right leg or, or left leg. So I could see them going in, in inside on this. Now he likes the stretch with Cotton. Yes, he does. He, I mean, they, they're going to try to stretch you out and try to make the defenders have to feel, look for everything. You're going to look for weight. If he fakes his hand off there, he can go up the middle. The, the key is they, there's so many of their plays look alike that it's hard to sort of guess. And if you hedge, that's where you get hit with a big play. Yep. Caleb Jolly, as I mentioned, caught a pass earlier in the drive, six foot four, two hundred, and the tight end first year starter Maddox Reed at six foot five, two twenty five. Here comes Wade. He's going to hand to the bulldozer. The bulldozer hammers his way for the first down. He gets it by a yard and a half. It's a five yard gain for Hunter. Again, the tough yards. He just took it straight ahead, like you said, a bulldozer, and got his way to the first down. 8.08, and we, the clock isn't working, and they're probably going to stop it again. No and clock. We have no – and the play clock is running. So, let's, if you're at home, now it is. That just jumped from 8.20 to 7.40. That was fast. Well, some of these scoreboards have that where it keeps the clock internally, just sometimes the feed from the – because it's wireless. Sometimes it doesn't go to the scoreboard automatically, but it does keep up on the scoreboard in the press box. So it'll keep the clock running the, the whole time, but just won't show it on the, the scoreboard. The announcer says, we appreciate your patience. <laughs> That's all right there. Uh, I'm not sure if there's there's too many people patient. But but that is the good thing about right. those those new scoreboards, that they will keep it internally until the sink gets up on the scoreboard. So that's a good part about that. The clock continues to run the way it should. It just doesn't always represent it on the scoreboard. Two fourth down conversions for the Spartans on this drive. 7.40, first quarter, 0-0. Zero zero. Wade. Wade throws it outside, gets it, complete, nice open field tackle. It will be to Jolly, not too much of a gain of about two on that play. That's a long throw for Wade to make. But that's a keep him honest play, right? So you mix it up, you throw the ball on first down. They've been running it consistently on first down. That's just a play to know, hey, we can't throw this ball on first down. If you're not ready, we'll get you for the big play. They're going to give him three. On the 23 of the Eagles, close to the red zone. you got to be happy. If you're Coach Coleman, with what you're seeing early for Summit, and misses, uh, did not hand it off to Hunter, and it was a keeper by Wade up to almost the 20, gain of two, and now it'll be another third down, third down and five with 6:50 left in the first quarter. Not ideal to be a long third down like this, but. The key is they've got the weapons that they can do this. I expect a little fake run here, and they're going to try to throw it to get the first down. 
as you could see, Summit getting in that in the momentum, two receivers to the left, one to the right. Hunter off the right hip of Wade. And Hunter will get it. Didn't and he him. is going absolutely nowhere thanks to Brady Jenkins. The two-star athlete as of this week uh, makes the tackle. And now the reverse button was hit. A loss of maybe one on that play. And now you have another fourth down. Marked it back to the 23. So that's going to mm. be that's a, that's a fourth and eight. That's a tough one. It could be a field goal situation. But it's like they're thinking about going. Well, this is a long one for Coach Coleman. We might see a timeout here. Uh, six minutes left in the Clock's scoreboard. winding down. Court, scoreboard has stopped. And we're going to have a timeout. He wants to talk about it, I believe. And we'll take a 30-second at the studio. We'll be back. 5.49 first quarter. And you are listening to – give me one second and I'll have this. Uh, TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. 549, Mike Epley, Justin Lamb. 549, first quarter, 0-0. Zero zero. It is fourth down, and they're going to say seven. And the decision has been made. We're going to go. I like it. I mean, first game of the season, our tribal, you got to go for it. They're going to put it on about the 23. What's the play call for Coach Coleman? It will be Wade looking. Wade's going to run it. Wade gets one by two. He's trying to get three. And it's going to be really, 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 really close. He needed seven. He had to get to the 15. He's right at the 15. So let's see. I mean, this is. Nope. No, they're not going to measure it. They're going to say half yard short, Mr. Wade. It's hard to tell that's on the opposite side of the field from us, but he that was a heck of an effort to get as far as he did on that. That was a long drive, Justin. No points there. No, obviously it's a disappointing ending to a good drive, but that's the kind of drive that someone wants to eat up a majority of the first of the first quarter clock. But you want to be able to come away with some points. Now the defense has to step up while they got independence pinned back here and try to get the ball back in good field position. Indy now will come out with Jackson Campbell. He is a converted wide receiver to quarterback, six foot one eighty. As your Trey Hartwell will be in the backfield. He's a big running back, six foot. As they're going to run it right off the start. And that's where, oh, and yep. we got a block in the back. back. And number 10 is called Josh Armour, uh, the senior receiver, says he pushed one guy in the back, and that's not going to do it. Had a big game going right there, but a block in the back there at the toward the end that freed him at the last second. That's going to come all the way back to about the 10-yard line. We mentioned Alex Melton, the defensive coordinator, up front for the 3-4 defense for the Spartans. In the middle, Jesse Brimmeyer, 5'10", 240. Maddox Reed will be on one side. This is first-year starter, 6'5", 225. Trey Hunter will be the other one, 6'225". So that's pretty good uh, weight on the front uh, for it's going Coach back Coleman. him up to the 10 yard line after the penalty, so it's going to be first and 16. First and 16. Here we go, shotgun for uh, Coach Blades' offense as Campbell looks to the sideline. We'll get the play in. Taking the play clock down, they're going to throw it. It's complete. Set down off the outside, a missed tackle on the outside, but Independence will get a nice run, a nice get. 
Jolly makes the tackle. It is a gain of about eight. That's a great play there on first down to get to get some big yardage. Now they've got a lot more options on second down. Second down and seven. 521. I'm not sure the clock's moving, so we're going to have to stay away from the clock. It's been on 521 for the last two minutes. We do know it's second down and seven for Independence. They're going to throw it. Nope, take it down and run. And, and down he goes. Nice pressure in the backfield by number 42. Maddox Reed will make the play. Huge play there to back him up to make it third and long. So we have another timeout on the field as the scoreboard goes blank. I can tell you, if you're listening, it's zero to zero. I have no idea how much time's left in the first quarter. I'm going to say four minutes and nine seconds. Well, we're going to say that. You're listening to Summit Spartans football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. As they're running time off the clock, we are live here at Independence High School. Game of the week. Summit Independence. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. Summit drove from the 39, got to the red zone, and then uh, pumped the brakes a little bit. A couple penalties and fourth down conversions. Now uh, it's third and ten for Indy. Uh, I would see. I would say Summit's going to play a little bit off, maybe, maybe give a little bit of pressure here. Yes, yeah, this is a tough spot for Independence because you don't want to take too many chances in your, own, in your own end of the field. No, on the 11, they're going to throw it across the middle. Incomplete. The coverage no was there by Brandon King. So let me give you the linebackers before we get the uh, punt. It's be Zach Switzer. Weak side linebacker, first your starter, also Caleb Jolly on the other side. In the middle will be Jacob Turner and Gavin Wells. Gavin Wells, second year starter, Jacob Turner, first year starter. Great job by Brandon King there to break that pass up. He's a kid that had the big run on the, on the kickoff. He's an explosive player, man. He's just a football player, a really good football player who finds a way to make big plays. So here we go. The kick will be off by Cooper Allen and received and tattooed at the 40. I believe uh, Cotton may may want the fair catch on that one. He'd like to have that one back. He got hit as soon as he made contact with the ball. But by catching it, it it would save the ball from going down to the 20. And we have another scoreboard malfunction. I'm not sure they're going to snap this ball with uh, the scoreboard blank. But we'll see as Wade goes out. I can tell you it's first and 10 on the 40. And here we go. We do not have the scoreboard. But Wade will snap it. He's going to look, look. He's got time. Right side, he waggles. He finds his man. He got the man down to the 33-yard line from the 40. Nice play by Caleb Jolly. Great job of making something out of nothing. The pocket was collapsing on him. He rolled to the outside and found Jolly streaking down the field for a big game. He's 27, Justin. As nice pocket presence by Wade, and that's what he needs to show the Absolutely. scouts right there. 100%. Hang, hang in the pocket and deliver the football. You can see his maturity level growing with each snap. And he does like Jolly. I can tell you that. He looks for number two. Well, here comes. That is not Cotton as I get the number. 
back. It's John Dippold. Yeah, John Dippold will get his first carry. John Dippold, we didn't get to him, but he is the free safety. 5 foot 11, 180 pounds. The other safety is Brady Pierce. So Dippold gains three. Transferring him from Forrest. Good baseball player, too, so you know I like that. <laughs> and Coach Coleman came from Forrest. Absolutely. Second down and 10. We do have the scoreboard back. It's 320 left in the first quarter. Hands, no. Fakes it, throws it to the outside. Caught. Juke one guy, but an ankle tackle made on Kanota Works. Yeah, Kanota got tripped up there. He had, he had some open space if he could have got to it, but they tripped him up in the backfield. So. And Kanata Works is one of the starters, along with Ja'Kayla Cotton, uh, at quarterback for Summit. So now it's another third down. Third and nine. And we're going to say it's going to be on the 33-yard line of Independence. Independence Summit. Game one, game of the week. Finds his man in the flats. It might have been a face mask. I don't think they got it, though. Brandon King will be short, gain of three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure King got face masks on that play, but they just didn't see it. I can tell you this. Coach Coleman's going to have another decision. I'm going to say he's going to go for it. It's fourth and six. He has gone for it three times. This will be the fourth. Again, they're living in an independent side of the, side of the field. They've got to find a way to get some points on the board here. Well, on the uh, 30-yard line, it will be Summit to run it. Wade, Jukes inside, and he got it. Uh, I, I think, think it's going to be close again. I think it's yeah, a yard it's short. Be, it's going to be another. Yeah, from our angle, we do not have the best view for this uh, from right at the. Uh, from that spot, he's yeah. short. And could he be another half yard short? This is what happened last time. Going to measure. Wade ran to the left side. He was a half yard short. He goes up the middle, and now they're measuring. He needed six. It's going to be close. I think he's short, though. Hopefully hopefully you're wrong, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's the, the official will bring out. In my defense, I can't see the ball, so I am 100% guessing. And the, even the PA announcer said it's going to be really close. I don't like the way he said it, though. He said it like he knew something. Yeah, it sounded like he was broadcasting like the Kentucky Derby or something. So here we go. Uh, Uh-oh. I think he yeah. – I can't, though. Oh, oh. oh had a little extra little extra gear there extra at the end. Here goes three inches short. That was inches. Wade needed six. He got five and seven-eighths. He did. But, again – same situation as we had before. Now, Independence deep in their own territory. Got to come up with a play on defense to try to get this ball back and put some points on the board. They're putting the pressure on them, just can't find a way to come all the way through. 154, it's 0-0. Zero to zero. We'll stay here at the field. As we just keep our fingers crossed, no rain will come in. Shotgun formation trips to the left. And here we go. Campbell will throw a... A long one down this got some scene, interference. and we got a pass interference call, and that will be on Wirtz, 101. He yeah, he got a handful of jerseys he ran by. Probably saved a touchdown because got another flag Oracle. at the line of scrimmage as well, though. Okay, we got two flags on the play. It was Brigham Oracle, uh, the junior receiver, six foot two. Wirtz, I believe, 
got caught looking, got behind him, and just yeah, got grabbed his jersey, it. tugged on him a little bit. I think he probably saved a big play though, because he was beat if he doesn't grab the jersey. So that, in that situation, Coach Coleman's probably glad he took the penalty. But I don't know what the other one's for. It's on the line of scrimmage, so this could be offsetting. Coach Coleman, in his second year, works a starter. He believes he's he's one lockdown corner, especially in Middle Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. That's what he believes. Oh, a tremendous athlete. That's just a bad spot there where he got he got kind of turned around. It's coming back, so it must have been offsetting. Mm. Well, let's act like that in that. Ineligible downfield. There you go. So we're going to redo the play on first down. Everybody we're, loses. We're at the home of Indy, the Independence. Eagles uh, champions just in 2015, state champions. Oh, what a tremendous run that was. You know, they're a relatively new school when they made that run. Just caught lightning in a bottle, got hot in the playoffs. Here we go. Waggle, Campbell, finds his man. Finds his man over Jolly, and it gets to it. Ty Lockwood got open there and was able to get a big first down for Independence trying to turn the field. Yeah, it was Campbell to Lockwood. Up to about the 42, it looks like. That was a big game for 19 yards to Lockwood. And just right over the top of the outside linebacker. Nice throw by Campbell. Campbell will throw one off his back foot. He's going again and underthrown. Shouldn't be interfering. Yeah, I was going to say. Way underthrown. And that's where you got to set your feet. That, that, but once again, we mentioned transfer from receipt, transfer in from a receiver to quarterback. You got to kind of learn it. Learn it on the fly in another situation where he isn't any scrimmages, right? This is his first time to be playing against live uh, competition. And it's hard to, to, to get do, that groove going. We do see um, 23 Noah Feltz out there. Yep, lined up right here on our side of cornerback. Second down, 10, 118. First quarter, like as, as I mentioned, the scoreboard keeps going in and out, and it's working currently. So we'll see. Comes back and forth. Flips one to the right side and works his way. I cannot get it gets to Lockwood again. A little underneath route there. We get a big gain out on the summit side of the ball. Oh, summit side of the field for the first time over at the 47. That's about a gain of 12. It's very hard for us to see how far the yardage is by where we are. One minute left, first quarter, zero to zero. Again, Independence going quickly, trying to catch Summit off guard. Now they'll look to the sideline to get the play. As you can hear, some of the students under center, and this is just a QB sneak. And a nice play by Caleb Jolly to bring him down for a gain of one. Yes, Indy went quick to the line, tried to get him full there with that, that quarterback run, but Summit was ready for the play, gain of one. As we're winding down the first uh, in the first quarter, as I mentioned the state championship, uh, Independence Eagles, that 2015 was probably the best offense I have ever witnessed. So explosive. In high school football. The, that, the passing game was just unreal. And here we go. He pumped it. Didn't want it. He's going to run it again. Oh, a big car collision on the inside. And we've got a little, little trash talk in the middle. 
It looked like it was going to be a bigger gain than it was when it happened, but someone was able to collapse on him and hold him to just six yards. When that's going to do it, the end of the first quarter, nice tackle by Jacob Turner. So at the end of one, 0-0. You're listening to Summit Spartans football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. And we are live at Independence. It's the game of the week in the first quarter, 0-0. Zero to zero. I would say if you ask Coach Blades from Independence, you want 0-0, zero to zero, he would take it. Coleman, maybe not so much. Well, welcome back, Justin Lamb. Well, I mean, I think, honestly, if you look at it objectively, Summit really could be up 14 to nothing. I mean, I think they're going to look back as this half continues that those are two big missed opportunities. Now, fortunately for Summit, they haven't, Independence really hasn't done anything offensively to this point. Driving here, this is a huge third down for Summit to make sure they don't get any deeper into their territory. It will be third down and two on the 40-yard line of Summit. So we're going to ask the big uglies up front to continue to mash back the Eagles. I think you're going to see a play-action play here. I really do. I think they're going to try to mix it up. They're going to run and then try to throw it downfield and catch Summit sleeping. Keep a listen for Caleb Jolly or someone coming in from the outside to keep everything in on Independence. And here we go. They jumped. And we got a whistle. False start. And Campbell is pleading his case at quarterback, and he said. He can play it all he wants. They still well, he's start. probably going to do one of those that they said they said something for my offensive <laughs> lineman to jump. They right? did that thing where you do the fake set to go when they did the entire line jumped across. False yep. start penalty. Now it's third and seven. I can tell you this. If you don't get any yardage here, that's going to put Coach Blades in a quandary. You're at midfield. I don't. I don't know. He's kicking. If they don't, if they don't get a yard, he will punt. Well, here you go. Low snap. He picks it up. He's going across the middle, and he just throws it up in the air. I think he oh, it. And he might have caught it, and he did. Calvin Wilson, the senior, six foot two, comes down with it. He's one of them. Got it, man. That was is. And either him or defender is going to come down with the ball and did a great athletic play to jump up and, and reel it in. Then the best part was he held on to it on the way down. About 34 yards. Huge third down play there. Yeah, went for 34 yards on the nose. Well, it's one of those two, Justin. You take six foot two versus five nine. Yep. It's a jump ball and big guy's going to win. Off tackle, run for Campbell. They're inside the red zone. They're inside the 10 to about the 8. 11.45, first quarter, 0-0. Injury report, Wirtz, uh, a little dinged up here with the trainer on the sideline. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, it looks like he's in a lot of pain when he walked over there. Yeah, he's really grimacing. Second down, almost goal to goal. There, oh, whoa. Oh, nice play. And I think Campbell didn't want to throw it, or it just came out of his hands funky. Because it was almost intercepted, and that might have been a pick six. Absolutely. Great job there by Trey Hunter to knock that ball down. There was a guy open there, but he was able to knock it down. So here we go. Third down and six. 10-59. Second quarter. Summit Independence. Game of the week. Everyone's here from the eight-yard line. A big social distance crowd tonight. That's right. You're distancing, but you're still there. Pickering goes out, flanks out. They're going to run it. 
Independence. Spread him out, running up the up middle. Up the middle, and he's going to score. And he hands it to the official, and that will be Campbell with the draw for eight yards, and he puts Independence ahead of Summit. Been just a great play there. They spread him out on both sides, and he quarterback draw right up the middle, and they had more offensive linemen than we had defensive linemen. That's going to win every time. Justin, you alluded to this uh, in the pregame. Independence got on Summit early last year, but Summit won. Right. The key, the key tonight is going to be you can't let that build off and the momentum go against you. I mean, that's one drive. You know, we had two chances. It should be up 14-7. to seven, But the key now is you've got to answer back. Daniel Morales, sophomore, will be the kicker, I believe, from it is. And, oh, nice kick. Check that. Sam Hinkie. I do apologize. Sam Hinkie is the kicker. 5'11", 170. So that's 7-0. You are listening to Summit Spartans Football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back in. And the scoreboard's blank. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. We do know it's 7-0. I like the scoreboard to keep going out. It keeps you on your toes, man. It does? No reason to know how much time's left. 10-52, though. I got it. Don't you worry. You got it. I got it on the app, keeping stats. I got a lot going on with 10-52. We do. We have a lot going on. Got my man Stan Ellis helping me keep track of what's going on. A lot of moving parts here. It is. And you, we haven't mentioned our front row seat here to the game. Yeah. We Literally. Are, we, we are in the crowd <laughs> under a tent. Just happy there's to so, be here. There's so many people here, as I mentioned, the game of the week. It's the Eagles and Spartans, 10 minutes away, the schools. I mentioned this on the radio, social media. A little trash talk. Probably backs off a little bit during the week. Maybe not. But these kids know each other. Well, they both had their diss tracks out last night. So if you missed that, good for y'all. Then the kick goes over the head of Cotton. So we're going to bring it out of the end zone. We know we're in the second quarter, and we know it's 7-0 independence over Summit. You know what? I mean, we've talked about it two or three times already. Summit had two opportunities to score, got inside the Independence 20 twice, couldn't come away with any points. This is a huge drive, I think. It's a big momentum. You know, they got the opening kickoff, so Independence is going to get the ball to start the third quarter. This is a drive they have to set the tone and get back in this. Well, it's going to be behind number one, Wade at quarterback. Everybody wants him, and we're going to hopefully we'll see why. Is that little jet sweep will go to Brandon King, the junior. Didn't talk much about him on the call, but coach likes him as well. Well, I mentioned earlier, he's an explosive runner on the kick return, and you just saw what he was able to do in the open field right there. He's a kid that's going to be a bigger contributor as the year goes on. Gain of 11. They're going to give him 11 yards. So King on the jet sweep right across the middle from right to left. Wade's going to break out. As we know, the Independence leads 7-0. Wade's going to send... A man in motion, and they're going to hand to Cotton off the left side. As I mentioned, Cotton is going to gain three, and he's going to stay behind those big uglies. Jewel and Mullen, who returned from last year, they got the experience. Absolutely. You know, that's going to be the key. The guys up front, to get those three and four yards on first down, that sets you up a little bit easier on second and third down. Got a yard after the spot, even. We're around 10 minutes. 7-0, Independence. Lead Summit. Summit, in most preseason rankings, the number one team in 5A football. Most. 
I mean, they got the target on their back. There's no question about that. But rivalry games, you throw all that stuff out the window. You do, and this is the first game, and here comes Wade. A lot of room. Here goes Wade. Wade to the 40, to 45. Close to midfield. So Wade will bust it for about 17 yards. That's, that's just what you can't teach. Well, and that's also a situation where when he's dropped back and thrown that ball, that makes you respect the pass. And then when your defenders turn their back, he takes off and running. Wade, six foot five, as I mentioned, two hundred fifteen pounds. Every school besides Alabama and Auburn have offered him in the SEC. That was Coach Coleman, right. so, and they will offer. Yep, just a matter just, of time. And he's a junior, so we have a three-year starter, Wade, electrifying the crowd here. On the road, they'll hand the jet sweep to King. King cuts back up. King. So you saw another example right there. The three. It spins his way for another 11 yards. Again, he hits the hole so hard, and he drug defenders four yards there to get the first down. 9-28. We're live at Independence. It's Independence leading Summit in the game of the week in Middle Tennessee. This is exactly the answer that you want right here, to go grind them out 10 yards, 10 yards, 10 yards, put the pressure on Independence defense to make a play. A lot of listeners out there know that what Tennessee's recruiting Wade. Wade runs into a defender. It's going to take three or four to bring him down. He gains three yards up the middle. Made something out of nothing. He was hit at the line of scrimmage, drug the defender three yards. I can tell you this. We talked about this in the pregame. Coach Coleman is going to run Wade if he has to. He's going to run Wade if he has to because you never know how long this season is going to be. That's right. I mean, every game is you're playing it like it's the last game of the season. You just have to – I mean, it's just the world we're living in right now. 8:44, second quarter. Independent 7, Summit 0. We appreciate you listening online or 101.7 FM. You can hear it in Middle Tennessee. Across the middle. He flicks one down, and it's complete. Nice catch by Austin, Austin Harvey, Harvey, the sophomore. This down to the 33-yard line. No, check that, the 23. Yep, down to the 23. Of Independence. Great job by Harvey taking what the defense gave him. They kind of laid off him a little bit. He just found a hole. These long drives for Summit. Can one pay off? Wade's going to put a man in motion in front of him. He's in shotgun. Wade, Wade, it's pressure, breaks one. He breaks him down. Here comes Wade. Wade breaks two, breaks three. And he's down to the 10-yard line or close to the 10. Destin Wade. Again, you can't see that at home, but what he did right there, he had three guys chasing him in the backfield, probably was going to go down for a sack, and he turns around 13-yard game. Wade runs it for 10-plus yards there as he broke the left end's ankle. Yeah, they had, I mean, they, they, had, they pressured A normal Wade, quarterback gets sacked on that play. No doubt. And not only is Wade elusive, Wade is big. Strong, country strong. We'll give it to you. 7.44, second quarter. Wade hands it off up the middle. Breaks one tackle, and I believe that's Cotton back in the game. It is. We got Cotton for about two yards. Inside the 10 to the 9. Clock running. Inside 7. 7-0, Independence. Summit will speed it up. Wade wants it. Wade's going to follow the run, running back. Wade bounces outside, and no one is going to get him. TD. Destin Wade. 
I mean, that's the answer that you wanted. We just talked about it when the drive started. You can't let independents get any momentum. They come marching right down the field, 80 yards, touchdown. We're tied back up. Way nine-yard scamper. He's going to give high five to his teammates. Thank you, Mr. Wade. Call him the Super Spartan. This is a great job by the line all the way down there. Gave him plenty of time on that play to, to find the openings and to be able to score the touchdown. So you always, in golf, you always ask the bounce back numbers. Well, that's what Independence saw from Summit as Summit drove all the way down. And the missed extra point might be costly, and that is Ryan Crane. They brought him out from soccer. He just didn't do it. We'll take a 30-second commercial break. 7-6, Indy leads Summit. You're listening to Summit Spartans Football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. Independence, Williamson County. Ten minutes apart. Game of the week. Summit Independence with the missed extra point. Justin, I don't know how costly it would be. We're in the second quarter. A little bit under seven minutes. Seven six Independence lead summit. Well, we get to go to my, you know, it's going to set up where we get to do my favorite play, the two point conversion. I love a two point conversion. I wish high school teams would guy. go for two. You're oh, I wish guy. they'd go for okay. two every time. 100%. So you want it to be a Nothing football. against the kicker, but I like going for two. <laughs> That's the voice you hear, Justin Lamb. Justin will be joining us on basketball. We've, uh, I mentioned it's good to put the band back, back together, yeah, brother. Band's back together. We did it for a couple years. He wrote for the Herald. I, I was in broadcasting, harassed him enough where he finally did it. Basketball. He had to fill in for Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers will join us uh, for game number two, and uh, glad to have him as well. It's going to be. An excellent uh, addition to the uh, broadcast for sure. Celebrating his beautiful wife Terry's birthday this weekend, so I'm, I'm filling old. in. Yeah, don't say how old. You'll get us all in trouble. 21. 21. 21. It's a high kick. Oh, and Fumble. they run into each other. Ball the on the ground. can't tell. The ball on the looks like Andy re- fell on it. Recovered by Josh Owens, the sophomore receiver by Indy. And that's when that's practice because no one caught it, and they ran into each other. The yeah. ball hit the dirt. But Indy got it. There's a mad scramble right there. You had six or seven guys on top of each other. But a great job by Independence to, to save disaster right there. So the Eagles will start on the 30-yard line, leading by one point over Summit. As we mentioned, Campbell made a great pass across the middle. On the last drive, got movement, didn't call it up the middle. They will run. Nice tackle made. Uh, by number 13, Brady Pierce, Hartwell. I guess his first carry, if I'm not mistaken. Trey Hartwell on the carry. I thought we might see a little bit more of him early on, but they've been going primarily through the air. Trey Hartwell is a load. At 215, he gets six yards to start for the Eagles. And the clock worked for back-to-back plays for the first time in a while. You jinxed it. It's not working anymore. It's my fault, 100%. Under seven minutes, we do know that. That's what the clock says, 7-6. Summit score not even on the board. It flips it outside, and an early block. They don't call it. Another and fumble. The ball on the ground. It could be Summit. The ball's on the ground from the screen pass. We're going to see. Looks like Summit Andy got it. Summit says they hide it. It's they like, have it. And no, Indy. 10 came up with it. Yep, and it's recovered. Amore got it. He's the one that put it on the ground, and Amore Looks like about the 38. It will be. And they're going to say first down. So they're going to say the fumble. 
along with the catch from Amore, will get the first down. And the PA announcer says 550, and that's what we'll say. 7-6, scoreboard back out. Paying too much time to the score, paying too much to the scoreboard, but nice crowd here. Social distancing, but everyone spaced out, and we got a whistle and a timeout, and we'll take one as well. 7-6, Independence leads Summit, second quarter inside five minutes. You are listening to Summit Spartans football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back in. Indy Summit. 7-6, Indy leads Summit. I don't like the way these clouds look, by the way. I didn't want to bring it up to the audience. It was a torrential downpour when we were setting up. The sun came out at kickoff, and we think it could get a little nasty here in a couple of hours or maybe less than an hour. Either way, first and 10 for Indy on the 40-yard line, their own 40. Campbell's going to throw it out. He gets it right in front of the summit bench out to number 11, and that will be Morkel uh, for a gain of about eight. It's about the 45, 46, looks like. I would say so. Two yards to the first down marker, 7-6. Independent still leads. I tell you this, Independence wants to take time off the clock. Yes, the critical drive. Especially since Summit got it going, it looked like. And with Indy getting the ball first, this could be like a, the two-for-one in the NBA, try to score right before halftime and then get the ball back to start the third quarter. Here we go, second and two, Campbell. Campbell, Campbell, Campbell still going. Campbell, it could have been tracked down. Jukes, one, two, th- he's 20, 15, and down to the 11-yard line. So a huge run. For Campbell, that was about 43 yards. Yeah, it's just a great play by him. It totally got got through the line, then it was off to the races. Look there, it would chase him down before he got in the end zone. Are you a little shocked that Campbell's having this much success running the football on Summit? No, I mean, you know, he's an explosive athlete. You've seen that already in the plays that he's made, and the ability to him to throw the ball down the field has made them have to respect that enough to where you can get plays like that where there's a breakdown up front. Shotgun formation. Campbell's going to run it again, and he just follows the blockers. And another nice block by big number 62, Ellis Andreessen. He's six foot five, 275 pounds. That's uh, You're going to follow that guy. It's a big-time grocery bill producer right there. Well, Looks like they're down to the three or the, the four. Looks the like grocery the- bill producer got his quarterback a gain of eight. This is a lot different offense of what you're normally seeing from uh, indep- independence. I mean, you got to give Coach Blake credit, kind of going away from what he's done in the past, throwing the ball as much as he has. They're, they're going to run quarterback because they got one. And we got a whistle, start. and the rain is here. It's my fault. I know it is. I saw the clouds. I knew it was coming. Well, we got a whistle. False start on independence. Our tent's becoming very popular here at Independence as they scramble to it be is. as there's no social distancing in the rain, apparently. Well, we can try to help out as much as possible. It's going to back Independence up, and it is coming here. And the rain is here. Eagle Stadium. 
second down and seven. Almost lost the football. Campbell. Got a hold. Didn't call it. Trying to get to the outside, and he's short of the goal line. It'll be third down and about two. Had a little help on the outside there. Luckily, they were able to wrap him up. Looks like down to the two. Three minutes and 20 seconds is what we have on the clock. Seven, six. Might be down to the one. Can you tell if he's on the two or the one? It's kind of hard from this angle. And they're going to give him the first down. They said the one, so there you go. There's your answer. So there it is. Quarterback sneak all day, four times in a row to they score. You might not want to score too quickly because Summit's on the other side. In the rain, you're going to take whatever. He fumbled, oh, fumbled. It. The ball is on the ground as Campbell tried to go under center. That that's pl- a smart play by Blades because you're really, if you're in the shotgun, you're back three to five yards, even in the pistol. So you just lost one yard on the play. That's a big yard. Yep. And we have Caleb Jolly going coming off the field. It's like a blood situation. 241 left until halftime. It's seven to six. Looks like Independence might be calling timeout. And then they are. And we'll catch your breath. We'll be back. Watch the rain come down. It's Independence Summit, seven to six. Close game, but Independence two yards away from making a two-score game. You're listening to TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back in. Almost halftime. We appreciate you listening. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. We're in the TriStar Sports tent. Yeah, that's right. For the game of the week, Independence 7, Summit 6. Independence on the two-yard line. It would be second down and two after the fumble. The center quarterback exchange tried to go under center. That's tough, too, when you run a lot out of the gun, but you didn't want to hike the ball back, especially in the rain. But they they will go back, independence, in the shotgun, another whistle. And I believe we got movement again. I think it might have been offsides on Summit. It is. Nice call on that one. And, and Caleb Jolly will come back in. Guy on the near end jumped a little early. So now do you go back under center? <laughs> you got the yard back. So they're going to stay in the gun. That's the, I mean, you're a bad snap away from disaster in the gun here. You are. But they're going to say as a center as well, Campbell will run. He can't get it. He Wait. did not get it. Nice play on the outside. And that will be... A, a great play, actually. You've had since March to fix the clock. <laughs> Third down, Justin. It's still, still about a yard and a half here. Yep. Back in the gun. Nope, we're nope. going under center. Under center. And I, I don't know if he uh, got I think it. he went down. I think his knee went down before it's he got in the end zone. It's going to be close. And they give it to him. That's a bad call. Touchdown. He went straight to the ground on the snap. There's no way he got the ball across the line because he went to the knee as soon as he took the snap. He needed a yard. Campbell got a yard. And I'm sitting under a tent, and I saw that. Hmm. Great drive, though, by Independence there. To answer back at Summit, you got, you know, two minutes left in the half, and you get the ball back, as we said, to start the third quarter. So now this is, again, the pressure's back on Summit. Got to find a way to answer quickly so you're not – 
find yourself an opportunity to be down two scores. Hinky will be the uh, kicker. And the kick is up and good. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 14 to 6 is the score. Independence lead. About two minutes left to halftime. You are listening to Summit Spartans football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. Almost two minutes left until halftime. This is a big drive. Mike Epple, Justin Lamb, 14 to 6 is the score. Independence leads Summit. Justin, we need a drive here. I mean, it's a huge, once again, back against the wall. Like I said, Independence gets the ball to start the third quarter. This is a huge drive for Summit to try to take some of that momentum away. Independence starting to feel the little upset bug in the air. The rain's coming down. It's going to make it harder to move the ball. This is huge for Summit to get some points right here before halftime. This would be a big shock if Summit can't win this game. But like you said, during rivalries, you have to throw the records out, especially week number one. A lot of people here. Not much practice, scrimmaging, as we mentioned, and we'll see. And it goes back, it clears the goal line, so it will be out of the 20. 14 to 6, Independence leads Summit. Two minutes and 10 seconds from the PA announcer. So if you're Coach Coleman, what you got cooking? What do you want to do here? I mean, I, you know, we've, we've already shown the ability to stretch the field down. I think you're going to see them go. They're going to run, I think, on first down. Then you're going to see them go fast, fast, fast and try to throw and get some big plays. It's critical for Summit to get in the end zone. Yeah, I think Indy's looking try. past here. Try to mix it up with a quick run. We'll see. Wade's going to run it. Wade, one, two misses, three misses, four misses. And he is tackled. At about the 35-yard line, Wade sprints for 15. Gave him a look, dropped back, looked like he was going to pass, lowered his head, took off running, got 13 yards. Big play there to start the drive. Actually, going to give him 13. Quick to the line here. Look for a quick pass underneath. Wade trips to the left. Summit down eight. Wade pressured. Wade gets away from one. Gets away from two, and he's continuing to dodge everyone on the Eagles, and he goes for about three yards, and he ran for about 60. Something out of nothing there. The problem is, is how much gas does Wade have in the tank doing that over and over? Oh, he's got unlimited gas. That's not something you have to worry about. His his ability to play numerous plays and go hard, he'll be fine. We got an injured player, Caleb Jolly, cannot get off the field, and that is a huge blow. When you don't have Keaton Wade, that's a big time player going down for Summit, and he cannot get off the field. Looks like he rolled his ankle on the play. I don't think he's anything major. He's just having a little hard time putting Wade on it right now, but they're working him over on the sidelines. We will get a report on um, Wirtz wherever he is for an injury report. We did see him. He's off the table now, but I don't know if he's back. Uh, We're going to try and see if he's back on the field. Looks like he's got a cramp, actually. They're stretching him out like a leg cramp, so there you go. Wirtz or Jolly? Uh, Jolly. Okay, Jolly, and then we'll hopefully get a report on Wirtz. He was on the table for a minute, as we mentioned. Here comes Wade. He's on crutches. There's your answer right there. Second and eight. That's not good. Wade will throw it. 
He's going to zip one down the right side. Found the man. He got it. At the 45 to the 40. 35-30. Great answer. The Eagles have to come over and get him at the 27. So, bang. Huge breakdown defensively there by Independence. There was no one within 20 yards of Brady Pierce. Then he got 20 more yards after the catch down. It looks like about the 20. They'll spot it here. It looks like about the 25. Yeah, a big 30-plus yard pass play for Wade to Pierce. So as we see Wade operating the offense, he's going to look left. He's still looking left. Finds another guy across the middle, and it's complete. Complete to Harvey. Harvey down to about the 16-yard line. That will go for about five or six. What we don't know is how much time is left. The scoreboard shows zero. No, it's Lawrence guessing. Second, 50, 50 seconds. They just put it back up, and second down, they're going to give him eight. Second and two. It's playing roulette. Wade, Wade, Wade. Got him. Wade is going to throw to the corner and overthrew his intended receiver, Brady Pierce. And now it's third down and two for Summit. For Pierce had an 30. opening there for a second. Just the defenders closed, and Paul kind of sailed on, on uh, Wade a little bit. Third down and two. 36 seconds. You look at how many timeouts Coach Coleman's got. He's got two timeouts left. So two timeouts. You can run Wade. It's going to stop to move the chain. Third down and two. You got all kinds of options here with two timeouts. 17-yard line of Independence down eight. Wade hands off to the sweep. Not going to work. And he is tackled close to the line of scrimmage. Mm. Now what? I mean, you got, obviously you're going to go for it here under 20 seconds. Uh, Switzer had the edge there for a minute. They were able to collapse on it. Looks like they're going to call a timeout. Can't tell where they spotted that. Looks like about the 13. Did he get out of bounds is the question because the clock's not moving on, on the scoreboard. If not, if they're going to run out of time. And Coleman's got to know this. I, he's got to mark him. And we got a whistle. Is that a timeout or the end of the quarter? We're going to see if Switzer gets zero yards. It's fourth and two on about the 17-yard line. Okay, timeout. We'll stay here. So, Indy's up 14-6. 20 seconds left. It says 26, but it's 20 seconds. Fourth and two. It's the Wade show, right, you would think? Absolutely. Go to your money player. He's shown the he's shown the ability to get the big play, and I think that's what's going to happen right here. And the other key is you got a timeout. So if you do run up the middle, get the first down, you got time to call a quick timeout, and then have maybe one shot at the end zone. And you do have Keaton Wade here on crutches. A lot of crutches all of a sudden. And you got two players, and these are two starters, and that's not good as we got the report about Wirtz. Wirtz is a senior, and hopefully it's it's nothing bad. You got a junior here of where uh, uh, Keaton Wade, but hopefully the senior can come back, and that's works. We'll see though. Fourth and two, 20 seconds left until halftime. Game of the week. Independence leads Summit. 14 to six. Wade in shotgun, off the left hip, caught. Wade, Wade looks left. Wade, Wade's going to try to run for it. Wade. He can't get it. Gonna Wade's going to back back up. Wade's going to run from Great block. right to left. Wade's going to throw it. And he's Sack. down. 
He did not throw it. He took the ball and 33 gets him. Pickerton sacks Wade. A huge play, and that might be the play of the game so far. It looked like he had an opportunity to stretch the ball downfield, but the, you got to give the Independence credit on a busted play. They're able to hold on, not letting anybody get loose, and then and the, the defense finally caught up to him. And give credit to the senior. Looks like he's Five down at the 30. 11. You can't really tell. 26. So look like you. 26. Yep, 26. Pinkerton with the sack. You bring down Wade, you're doing something. Yeah, it's just a busted play. There was nothing there. He tried to make something out of nothing, and it just didn't work out. Here we go. Seven seconds. I'm sure this would be a run up the middle. You break one, and it is. Uh, and that's going to put us to halftime as number six, Hartwell, will run it. And he still takes a couple players to bring him down. But all in all, wow, what a performance by Indy. With Hartwell running it for about, what, Justin, five yards there? Looks like they're, going, looks like they're marking it at the 34, so eight yards. Eight yards there, but a big run um, from Hartwell. So that's the end of the first half. We're going to take it to halftime. 14 Indy, 6 Summit. We'll tease it back to JP. I know he's going to give you a rundown on the sports. So you are listening to Summit Spartans Football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Summit Spartan Football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Quick Marks, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental, Franklin Kubota, Right Care Clinic, Game Time, DB's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Sands Fence Company, Ten Pin Alley, Parks Motor Sales, and by The Garbage Man. Welcome back in. We are live here at Independence. Independence Summit, Independence 14, Summit 6. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call, 101.7 FM. We appreciate it. We're online. Uh, You can listen to us as well. Uh, We appreciate that and uh, all the support from TriStarSportsRadio.com. Justin, it's it's not the way that Coach Coleman would script it, and he, he he probably wants a little bit better, but we've seen sparks from Summit. They just can't execute. They're driving the ball long drives, but only six points to show for it. Well, in a lot of ways, it was a perfect first half for Summit because they were able to con- 221 yards of offense. They outgained independence, completed nine of ten passes for 121 yards. In an ideal situation, that's, that's a great balance for Summit. But the problem was they got down inside the 20 twice, couldn't come away with points, and that's why you're sitting here down 14-6 to six instead of potentially up 20-14. to 14. What adjustments will we see? Maybe you could go offensively or defensively for uh, Summit. I mean, I, I think the key probably for Summit's going to be they're going to have to they're going to have to find a way to slow down uh, Independence's running game. They're able to run the ball more effectively than I think. I mean, certainly than I thought would happen. Uh, and then I guess offensively, I mean, he's got to be able to finish drives. I mean, they did a good job moving the football. Did a good job inside the twenty. Just got to find a way to punch it in. We mentioned 
Keaton Wade will not play tonight. He will be out six to eight weeks. We do know uh, he is in uh, his left, I believe his left foot, and it's been ailing in him for uh, for weeks, uh, maybe I think months. And he finally said, you know what, I'm going to do something about it right now. And hopefully Summit can do something about it. In the pouring rain here in Independence, these schools 10 minutes away from each other, as we mentioned, and also it is the ticket in Middle Tennessee. As we start with Moracle at about the 15-yard line for Independence. Independence will go to about the 35. And you're going to mark him down actually at the 32. So first and 10, uh, Indy uh, had four drives, if you count Hartwell's one run, uh, scored on two out of three basically drives. So I think all in all, too, Coach Coleman, Coach Melton's got to go back to the drawing board and get some defense, too, to stop, like you mentioned. Just got to find a way to slow down the quarterback. He did a great job finding openings, and he's also did a good job able to stretch the field with enough pass plays that it made those running lanes open up there, especially on those last two drives. We'll have Campbell in shotgun for Independence. Hands to Hardware. Hardware, no one touches him. He goes for nine, maybe ten. I think he gets the first down. Looks like he got across the line there on the spot. You have to give him the first down. I'll tell you this. This guy's going to be around for a while. Sophomore 215. Wow. He did. He's the guy you want. Uh, really explosive yeah. first step. You saw that ball. It looked like he was shot out of a cannon when he took the handoff. And he's going to wear down the defense at 215 pounds. Just starting the third quarter. And hands to Hartwell again. No one touched him for about four yards. But nice tackle. As it takes two to get him down, and Switzer had to join his buddy to take him down for Summit. So 11-17 left in the third quarter, 14-6 Independence. Yeah, good hard run there on first down, getting five yards. That opens up the playbook a lot easier, second and short. Uh, got a lot more options now for Independence. Independence, as we mentioned, the 2015 state champions. And once again, they that was one of the best offenses I've seen in the history of high school football. A couple of Division One players on there, and they're going to run a little screen underneath, and that's going to oh, go. Broke, well, broke one tackle and did get across the first down as they go to Pickerington. Pickering. And that Pickering's the guy that made the play on Wade to stop the drive in the second quarter. Yes, he did. That was a great play there. He was really probably a short gain, and he was able to uh, break a tackle and get it across into some territory down to about the 43. Two-way player for Coach Blade's team is full control here, 10:44. As I mentioned, the rain started at halftime. We did see lightning way off in the distance. If it gets too close, they'll say, stop the game. As we have a run to the outside, and it's Campbell, and he keeps going. He keeps going. Campbell is down from the 47. Where are they going to spot him? It's going to be tough to see. About the 27? Man, I can't tell it's from gonna where. It's going to be tough. I know we started at the 47. So they got it. The first down marker's at 23. the 17, so it's got to be the 27. All right. Tough for us to see the spot. 20-yard run. We'll give it to him. Campbell's still in the shotgun. 14-6. to six. He's going to throw it. Nice coverage. Oh, it could have been picked off. Honestly, it could have been offensive pass interference. The That's defender cr- tugged on the defender as he was going for the interception. Nice play by Cotton. 
they tried to take the shot. They took the shot early in, in, in uh, you know, first, second quarter, and they got it. They didn't get that one. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really good play call. Play action pass, try to try to spread them out deep. But great job on defense there. And, again, almost had an interception in the end zone. Second and ten. Probably see Hartwell right here on a little draw. 10-30. Third quarter, 14-6. And you're right, Hartwell right side. They open up. Oh, somebody just grabbed his right ankle, and he's going to be probably a couple of yards short. It tripped him up. That's a really good run there. I mean, that guy didn't trip him up. That's a touchdown. Yeah, it's a seven-yard gain. So, ooh. Looks like down to the – man, looks like it's down to the 19, maybe 18. Yeah, it is. Third and two inside the red zone. Once again, Summit's defense. Critical down here, third and two. You've got to find a way to not let them get a first down. Yeah, needs to get off the field here. Needs two yards. Shotgun. Going to hand it off up the middle. Pickering, and he will ramble his way inside the 20, the 15, to the 16, and that's a first down. Three yards. He needed two. Great job there by Pickering getting some tough yards on a third and short situation to keep the drive alive for Independence. 9.50 and down to the 15, looks like. Yeah, it looks like the 15-yard line. And this is when you got to call upon some of the guys in the middle. And you got to say, look, hold your ground, don't get kicked out. And that's Brim Meyer, that's Hunter, that's Reed, that's some of these guys as they're going to throw to the end zone. And Ooh. no one's there to the back pylon, and it's incomplete. Looked like I might have a little communication breakdown between the quarterback and the receiver. He was throwing a route that the receiver wasn't running there, and it could have been a, another potential for an interception. Just threw it too long there for the summit defender to catch up with it. Yeah, Morical trying to get – that's who the intended receiver. 9-20 left in the third quarter. 14-6 is the score as Independence coming out, starting at the their own 33 – now inside the red zone of Summit, already up by eight points. Second and ten. This is just a draw to the left side, and they're going to try to beat him to the corner and can't. Good nice job pursuit. closing it in there. Yeah, by Noah Feltz on the play. Looks like he got about four yards maybe. The PA says five. We'll say four and a half, and it's going to be either way, Justin third down in about five and a half yards. He certainly has a better angle than we do. And here we go. Third down and a long five. 9-14. Going to quick snap this. Looks like. Nope, we're going to look to the sideline. Going to go to the air, I think, now changing the play. That's the advantage of the offense. Man in motion. Lines down. No, they're going to go to Hartwell under pressure. And the ball's on the ground. And what a hit. Pursuit by number 42, Maddox Reed. Great job there by Hartwell falling on that ball because it was loose for a few seconds. He was able to dive on it and prevent a disastrous play for Independence. That's fourth down, Maddox Reed. What a play there. Looks like fourth down at about the – looks like about the 15. Lost two yards, three yards on the play. Third, fourth down and nine. Here we go. Huge play for the seven defense right here. Have to find a way to stop them. And they're going to waggle him out. They're going to throw it sideways in the corner of the end zone and over the top, and they did. What a catch. Number 11, Moracle catches it in the end zone. 
That is a blow to the right chin of Coach Coleman and the Summit Spartans. I can tell you, you cannot let that happen. Had no on, way. I mean, had him on the ropes. Great play there by Campbell to keep that play alive. Was able to roll the right side and threw a perfect pass that only only the receiver could catch. And he was able to come down with it in the corner of the end zone for a huge touchdown for Independence. And Hickey's going to try to add an extra point. And he does. We'll take a commercial break. 21-6. You're listening to TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back in. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. 8-29 left in the third quarter. The rivalry game. The pendulum has swung to Independence, the home team. The rain has subsided here. and But the bad thing is, is... Summit's defense just doesn't look the part right now tonight. Well, we talked about it, uh, you know, late in that second quarter. Independence was driving that the worst-case scenario was the two-for-one. You score right before halftime, get the ball to open the third quarter and come back down and score, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, for the most part, you know, Summit had him on the ropes there, fourth and ten. Kid just made a great play, and that's going to happen. I mean, it was a a great pass by the quarterback and really even a better catch by the receiver to reel it in. So as Summit waits the football, 8-29, Left in the third quarter, it's 14. Or check that 21-6 scoreboard hasn't moved from the uh, last touchdown as Summit will get it about the eight. And up ahead it would be to the about the 24-yard line. It's a nice run, a return, should I say, by King. And the pressure's on. It will be now Destin Wade, the junior. And this is a hole he's not seen a lot of last year. Where are we starting at? About the 24, looks like 23. That's what I have at the 24-yard line. Wade, high snap, threw off the timing, and the pursuit is there. And that's just the snap wasn't right, didn't get to Wade. And Switzer is tackled for a loss. Yeah, you're right. The timing of that play was messed up from the beginning, and it resulted in an eight-yard loss. It's not the way you want to start coming off a touchdown by Independence. Mm. 7.58 as Summit looks to the sideline, and we got to find something quick. Yeah, this is what we talked about too earlier. You don't want to be in a second-and-long, third-and-long situation for Summit where you're forced to go to the air and let the defense know what's coming. And this is this is a – must execute drive here as Wade's going to throw it. Wade is going to run it. Wade's still going to run it. He breaks three tackles, but he can't break the fourth, and he gets seven yards back. A, a good job getting some yards back on that play, but we have another injury. This is not good. It will be a Summit Spartan. So in a lot of pain as the training staff will come out there. So what we're going to do back in the studio is take the commercial break. It is 21 to 6. We have an injury timeout here in Independence. You are listening to Summit Spartans Football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back in as we are still awaiting to see, to get the number um, from the injured player, it's 21-6 as everybody's silent here. And uh, players in a lot of pain at the 30. Uh, if this continues, Terry, I need you to take about two or three minutes. 
because um, everybody's silent here, and we are really close to everyone out there. Uh, Justin, do you have the uh, number of the player? Here? No, we've been trying to see it the whole time. It's, uh, he's been laying on his back, so it's impossible to tell uh, who it is. It was somebody downfield, but he was on the ground. By the time the pile cleared up, I couldn't tell. So they actually gave – Looks uh, like they're – well, I thought he was about to get up. But. They actually gave Wade five yards, a five of the eight back, so it will be third down and 13. In a precarious situation here for the uh, Summit Spartans uh, down, and we do have it. We got the number 40. Max, Max Reed. Reed. He's been huge on defense for Summit, so it looks like he's all right, though. It looks like he's walking off the field on his own. So. That could've, is another. I mean, it could have been a cramp. I mean, obviously, it's humid. Check. First time out, so. Yeah, you have Reed down, and Reed's your two way player. Uh, that that that's, t- that's a tough blow. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on him, and hopefully he can return because he goes right next to Keaton Wade on crutches. So that's not good. Now it's third down and 13. It looks like probably on about the 20-yard line for Summit as Wade's going to have to do something miraculous. Got him. And hopefully he does. And he got him. Draw the seam, and it's a foot race, and you're not going to catch him, Brady Pierce, and that's about 80 yards. Boom. Touchdown, Spartans. I mean, when your back's against the wall, you need a big play. They go to their money man, Brady Pierce, and he's streaking down the sideline. There was nobody. He was open from the jump, and it's just a great pass by Wade to get a touchdown. A huge, huge momentum swing there for somebody to get back in this game when they were definitely on the ropes facing third and long and down to 15 points. Yeah, will Coleman go for two? We don't know. Yes. Uh, and it's his choice. It's now 21 to 12. My guess is Here's they won't the pick it thing. again. But if you miss it, you're down two possessions. That's that's the dilemma here. I mean, the argument is you don't play, you don't go for two unless you're chasing, you know, you don't want to chase points. But at the same time, if you feel like you got the momentum going, you got a defense up against the wall there after a big play, maybe go for it and try to catch them napping. Well, here it is. They're going to go for two, and Wade's going to be at quarterback. And he's going to run it. <laughs> we'll see. Wade, Wade, Wade's going to try to shake one. And that's going to backfire Ooh. against Coach Coleman and the play call. This is one here. Now it's still a two-possession game. We'll take the commercial break. You're listening to Summit Spartans Football and TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back in. We are live here. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. Game of the week here in Middle Tennessee. 21-12. to 12. Summit scoring twice, but cannot convert on the two-point conversion and the extra point. So that's why we're stuck here. And unfortunately, Summit's still down two possessions. I wouldn't be surprised if they did onside kick here. I'm telling you. Feels like they're definitely a short pooch trying to make something happen. Wet field, wet turf, wet ball. Could be some hijinks. 713 is what it says on the scoreboard. We're not sure if that's correct. Yeah, it's close enough. Close enough. Scoreboard's been in and out all night. We appreciate the audits tuning in. This is the big one. Independent Summit. Week number one. Fans here with the mask on. Everyone trying to cooperate with what needs to be done to get this game played. And that's what's happened tonight. And it's actually a squib kick. It's not going to go all the way back to the 10-yard line. And it will be 
Morical. Morical is banged at the 28, and that's where Indy will start. Justin, they started at the 33, scored. I'm telling you, if Melton's got to have a stop here, besides the first three and out, they're, they're cooking, and Indy is cooking on offense. you got to find a way to take some of that confidence away from them. They've been able to move the ball well their last three drives. This is, this is a huge test right here for Summit. Down now, two scores. you got to find a way to not let them score. We can't keep chasing. When you get the ball back here, you feel really good about it. If you're Coach Coleman, shotgun formation for Campbell. And we got a whistle. I think we're offsides. And that's lining up offsides. They oh. did that little shift again, you know. Well, they yeah. went to the line, got set, and then all shifted as one. Penalty on the field. Trying to think of a team uh, in the same colors as Indy you know, at the collegiate level. Navy? Yeah, they got a navy look to them. As we mentioned, some it's all white. Blue letters, numbers. Easy, legible numbers. I cannot say the same. I am struggling with the independence numbers. Here we go. Campbell's going left, but he's going to throw it, and he's just going to run around. He's going to continue to run. Remember, converted wide receiver, and he just continues. And we got a flag. I think there's a block in the back. On number 40, Brimmeyer. I believe that's the call, but we'll see. Because Brimmeyer hit the deck hard in pursuit. It's a very beneficial Campbell. penalty, but my goodness, what a tremendous run by Campbell. He was dead to rights in the backfield and just used his athleticism, got around it. And that really was an unnecessary block. He already had the first down by the time they got the block. No, they're going to call holding. Actually, that's not a block in the back, but. Still bad. Holding. So that would negate the big run. Let's restart this entire drive. Actually, it's going to be first and 11. As we're going to be about six-minute mark here in the third quarter. And we uh, have a whistle to stop play, asking Cruz, the halfback, Something to leave the field. Shotgun formation. Campbell looks across the middle, complete. Nice play and nice tackle, complete. Uh, tackle by Gavin Wells. A Moore. Yep, got back to 34. So Moore, he'll get it across the middle for about seven yards. Second down and about five, 640 left in the third, 21 to 12. Here's your score as Campbell looks right. Another one across the middle, a little slant pattern. Nice play up to the 49. It's going to be a first down. Nice drive. Morkel for 16 yards. Morkel's been his go-to target for sure. When he when he needs a, a safety valve, that's where he's been going play after play. And once again, Summit cannot get off the field defensively. Independence is up front. They, they've been really good uh, really since the first quarter. Not getting any pressure. Campbell's been had time to find guys open, and he's taking advantage of it. And we got a movement on the right guard. 
I think that's going to back up Independence. Yeah, it's false start. Here's your chance. You're first and 15. You can't get in a better position. Or you could, but... You have two good plays, and you put Independence in to try to convert a long third down. But I'll tell you, it's kind of the... um, the same deal you see at quarterback on both sides. Both players can run it really well. Ooh. And another run up the middle as he just continues to run all the way for 17 yards and another first first down. You're starting to really see where we're missing uh, Wade on, defen- on defense there. He's the guy that plugs that hole and clogs that up and doesn't allow guys to get into that second level of the defense. And, and that's, I mean, they're starting to really take advantage of that now. Wirtz is on the sideline, too, one of the fastest players on Summit. So six and seven stand right next to each other, both on crutches. I mean, it's just two critical defenders that are out. I mean, it's just first game of the season that's hard to overcome. It is. Inside five minutes, you're just pleading from that you can get off the field from the 42. And here he comes, head down, and there he goes. Hartwell. Hartwell. So you got a first like down? Battering ram for about 11 yards. Down to the 27 or 26. Looks like 27. Mm. It's the third first down on the drive. Grinding up that clock, too, which at this point down two scores. You can't let them meet too much more of this clock out because you're going to start getting into. Situation we're going to be pressing on offense. Yep. 4-48, third quarter. Campbell. It's a hole. Ryan was right, and they're going to call it. That's coming it back. It's complete. But Doesn't unfortunately, matter. that will be a touchdown. But now it is, should be coming back. So defensively, what, what can we do here uh, to, to stop this offense of, of Indy? I mean, when you're missing two of your best players, I, I, you just, I, I, I don't it. know what. I mean, you just – guys got to step up, find a way to make a play. Uh, you know, Independence is you – know, you really had time to prepare for this a different offense that they've had. They're doing a good job, man. The guy's making plays. Campbell's doing a great job creating space, creating time for himself. Uh, he's doing a good job, and Summit's having a hard time. They're, they're playing. They're reacting instead of being proactive on defense. I did notice this is an electric uh, down marker. It is. <laughs> wow. Summit has one, too. It'll debut next week. Oh, there you go. 21-12. First and a country mile for Independence. Need a turnover here. From the 45. They're going to throw a Hail Mary. Got behind the defense. Oh, oh no. And they're going to call pass interference. On number 18, Austin Gruders. He's inserted probably for worse. Yes. Well, Feltz has been playing his spot too, yes. They call pass interference on that one. Mm. 21-12 is the score. Indy Summit, Indy leads. School's about 10 minutes away from each other. Williamson County. 
was a little incidental contact that went as pass interference. He did touch him as he went by, but don't know that it had an effect on the play, but it did. Indy gets a holding and then pass interference on Summit. It's another first down. That's four first downs for Indy on this drive alone. Going to fling one out to the right. Can't tell who caught it from here. It's on the far side to Lockwood. I'm going to say it's eight yards. So it's going to be a first down. Yeah, Summit giving a little bit of cushion on, on the defense here. Continuing to drive, 4-11 in the third quarter. Independence. And a bounce pass. A one hopper out to the outside, incomplete to Calvin Wilson. Rushed that one a little bit there. I think he had more time than he realized when he went to throw it. Second down. Coming off the field to Caleb Jolly for the Spartans, and he might need a little treatment as well. I think that's more of a cramp situation right there. The way he limped off looked like he was immediately got water. Campbell hands up the middle. Pickinger. And he will go. Pickering. Uh, he's now at tailback. That's close to the first down marker. Looks like he's down about the 10. This is like a slow burn, Justin. Grinding them down right now, man. Got him on the ropes for sure. Mm. The crowd is not up here, and it, it is every seat's taken on Summit's side, but unfortunately can't get a stop. Maybe here, third down and one. Yep, offsides on Summit again. And that's going to give them another first down. A little unified shift that the offensive line doing is really affecting Summit on the front line. Three minutes and 26 on the official game clock. 326. Offsides on Summit. Mm. That's just tough. Should move the ball down to about the five. Gonna be good enough for another Benton Nissan Eagle. First down. Right on the nose. First and goal. It will be on the five, and that's the six first down, two by penalty. And Indy is now knocking on the door again. They go off right tackle, and it's in the end zone. And big number six, Hardwell, goes in. Huge drive there for Independence. You know, Summit answers with a big play, gets back in the game. Independence comes right back down, drives it in for a touchdown. Back on the ropes now, down two scores. So now you're looking at 27-12. And the extra point is good. 28 to 12. You are listening to Summit Spartans football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. Live at the field, Indy 28, Summit 12. Dire Straits, maybe not. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. We'll tell you this. Something has to be fixed defensively. If not, this ball game's over. Uh, I mean, just the stat sheet. I could I could tell you the drives, out of one, two, three, four, five, and we're going to say five because Hartwell had one carry. Out of five drives, you got four touchdowns. 
It's just not going to cut it. Coach Coleman knows it. We know it from the booth. But you got to give a lot of credit to Independence. They've been dominant up front. Uh, Campbell's played a tremendous game of quarterback. He's been able to keep them on their toes, throwing the ball downfield. Then the Hartwells come on here and as they've gotten tighter. They've been able to run the ball, and Campbell's done a good job uh, taking advantage of the passing plays when he's had the opportunity. I mean, it's just been a real balanced attack uh, by Independence tonight. And I'm, I'm very impressed with how they've they played offensively. Yeah, and Summit now with three starters out, one didn't play to start the game, the other two out for, an in, for injury. I mean, I know we sound like a broken record, but here we are again. This is another drive where someone has a score. they got to try to find a way to keep keep themselves in the game because the way Independence have been able to move the ball, uh, the, you can't I mean, you can't afford to get any further down. Not at all. I would say, but if you want a player, you got Wade to do it. Right. We Still lots of time. About three minutes, I would say. Scoreboard not working. Nope. 28-12, Independence leads. And here comes Wade. Jukes one defender. Wade bounces out to the right side. Wade's continuing to go down the sideline. He goes! And he almost broke it. He gets all the way up to midfield, 30-yard scamper by Destin Wade. I mean, what else can you say about that kind of run right there? At least six guys had hands on him. Didn't affect him, didn't slow him down. He's able to get a big play to get try to get a spark going for Summit here, driving down 16 points. We'll see how much they're going to rely on Wade for this drive. It will go in his hands. Stepped out of bounds right at the 50. Here come the Spartans, just like that. Bang, one play. Gets on the ground, but he hits number nine across the middle. And that's Switzer for 10 yards. Good job there. Kept them on their toes. You know, we talked about that. Changing it up, throwing some on first down to keep the defense guessing. And a great job there picking up 10 yards. Keep moving the chains. Got to score quickly. Because you think Independence would just let the clock bleed. They're going to continue to run the ball. No reason not to. As effective as they've been here in the second half, they've run for almost 200 yards for the game. Wade probably has a pretty good lick on his own. Actually, it's second down and one. Nine-yard pass play. Wade to get it back. Wade looks. Lots of time. Wade's going to throw it. Some traffic. And he got it. Got a flag, a post pattern, and he's in. I got the touchdown. The end zone for six. They give him the touchdown? Yes, they did. Brandon. I don't know. They're talking. Well, we had a default official put up his hands. That's a touchdown. That one guy didn't move, so I wasn't sure what was happening there. Well, there's your answer. Ten. Going for two, quick two. Wade, Wade, they need it. They got it. There you go. Wade runs it in. So Wade the King and Wade two-point conversion. And just like that, you snap your finger, or should I say fingers, and Summit's back in it. A minute and 12 seconds. I mean, that's as quick an answer as you're going to get to drive the length of the field like that to go 80 yards. Now, again, here we are. Same thing. We keep saying it over and over again. 
have to find a way to slow Independence down. It cannot continue to trade points when you're down. But a heck of an answer. I mean, yeah, that's three that's, times in a row they've had to score on a drive. They've come through and scored. That's going to be a. Uh, that's going to be the question because you got you're now down one possession, and you know you'll go for two. But the last two drives, Wade has done it quicker, and his buddies. Again, we go back to that. You know, we talked about earlier in the first quarter those two drives. If you just had one of them. Totally different situation we're looking at here now when you got inside the 20 twice and couldn't punch it in. You got to dig deep if you're the defense here. You need something. If you're going to win this game, you got to stop independence. If, maybe if it's a turnover. Yeah. We mentioned a wet field, a wet ball. The rain uh, has stopped. So I'm not sure if we're going to get lucky with the weather. But Coach Coleman told me the worse it gets, the better he likes it. They're going to do what they're going to do regardless of the weather. I don't think they're affected by that, though. This is probably as prolific as you're going to see. They're passing two long touchdown passes. He's thrown well over 200 yards. Eric Coleman, who to thunk it? For Air Wade. And we'll see. We stayed here as... The ball will be received by Moracle at the, about the two-yard line up to the 28. So here we go. This will be the seventh drive for Indy. Unfortunately, they get penalized with that one carry. That's what it is. Well, everyone will see a lot of Hartwell and Campbell here, a lot on the ground. I don't think they're going to go to the air here, try to try to run out the rest of this clock in the third quarter. Two minutes left in the third, and it will be Hartwell, 215 pounds, and that's what you want to start with your blades, nine yards. It's just – Getting a lot of movement off the offensive line. And they're downhill against Summit. It is 140. I mean, getting eight yards on first down, it's hard to. Yeah, second and two on the 40. We'll hand to Hartwell. Hartwell will probably get the first. Looks like he needed two, got three. Yeah, looks like he fell forward and got the first down. Continuing just to put it on Summit. We'll see. I think it's going to come down and they're going to force a turnover. Because you know Wade is chomping at the bit to get this ball back. And he is up and ready. We'll see first and ten. And once again, the movement of Campbell and tackled by... His ability to make that first tackler miss has been a huge, huge component for Independence tonight to have the success they've had. That first guy gets a hand on him pretty quick, but he's able to sneak away, and there you have it again, getting six yards. Going to let the clock bleed. It's second down and three on the 46. 
Independence leads 20 to 12, uh, I'm sorry, 28 to 20 over Summit. Screen, left side. Oh, what a collision. Nice play. Little trash talk from both. And Amore collides. Everybody lost on that one. Rooters. Wow. What a big hit. It's a first down, though. That'll be the last play of the quarter. I don't think they'll snap this ball before the end of the quarter. It will be the end of three. We got one left if you're listening. 28, Independence. 20, Summit. You are listening to Summit Spartans Football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back in. Game of the week, Middle Tennessee. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. It is 28-20. Independence leads Summit. And once again, we're in the same dilemma for the Spartans. Can the defense get off the field? One way, somehow, we'll see. And hopefully we can... Hopefully you can create the magic potion to get them off. I've been trying to create a turnover, not having much luck right now, though. Well, the rain's back. Maybe that, that maybe that it will help. Twelve minutes left in the game, and here we go. It is the shotgun formation, right at the fifty-yard line for Independence. Low snap, quick oh. slant, and no good. Ball got batted up in the air there. Uh, Fell harmlessly to the ground. Pretty fortunate there for Independence. That ball hung up in the air for a little bit. Only took four seconds as he tried to get it to a more. Second down and ten. You have one more good down, and then you could kind of pin your ears back a little bit. Second and ten here. They're going to go to Hartwell. Try to get at least half of this back would be my guess. Well, you got three defensive linemen. Four linebackers to try to stop. Seven Man front, and here they go. And the penetration is good job there. Well, he squeezes for about two. So now here's your call third and eight. This is the down. This is the down you've been this wanting to get him in right here. You go, I think you're going to force him to pass the ball. And we have an injured player. King is not coming off the field, and he can barely stand on his looks like his right leg. Here we go. Third down. I mean, you got to think they're going to go to Brigham Oracle here. Me and my guess, he's been his get-out-of-jail-free card. It is. And here you go. Summit faithful up on their feet. 11, 11 left in the game. They're going to snap it across. Slant. Hit the ground. And, oh, and they're going to get it the first down with the Ooh, slant. Great catch. And it's River Katina. That's his first catch of the night. It's a good job by Katina keeping the ball off the ground. It looked dangerously close to bouncing. Mm. And they're talking about it. Move your mask down a little bit so he can walk. So if he gets it, they needed. So we're going to get a measurement. Yeah, he's in front of it. I mean, you could almost. It would be shocking to me. I think what Summit Faithful would like to be called the ball hit the ground. 
It was pretty close. He might have got his hands underneath it. I couldn't tell for sure. And somebody, uh, and this is, and we we might need to dial that number two for some. If it keeps going, we hear the PA announcer say someone may have dialed 911. That is a, that is the the play of the game. Backbreaker right there. I I don't know if you're going to get them in a better situation than that. It's just the corners. Literally, the corners right now are seven yard, eight, nine yards off the receiver. You can run slants. You can do anything you want or off that line. And now Indy will be at the 40 and a three-yard run for Hartwell. It just fell forward there. Coach Coleman has to look out at the field. And then he's got to turn back left because we're 10 minutes and 29 seconds left in the game. You're not in the danger zone yet, but you're you're getting dangerously close to that. 28. And he's going to let the play clock run down probably about six or seven before they snap it, it looks like. No doubt about it. You want to keep Wade off the field as long as, as, long as you can. One of the best players in Tennessee. And Campbell's going to throw one backside and he Caught was it. beat. Got behind Noah Katina. Feltz and Katina got it for 40 yards. And that's a touchdown. They threw backside on Summit. But that's two great catches by River Katina on that drive. Obviously the one there on third and ten to keep the drive alive and then he just beat his man down the middle of the field for a touchdown on that play. Great job by Campbell, too, man. He puts the ball on the money. You got to give him credit, man. First game of the starting quarterback, he's he's exceeded all expectations for sure for Independence. Mm. Now they're going to try to get to 35. Ball's on the ground, and but still nice. Campbell can do no wrong. A yeah, tremendous yeah. job there on the hold to pick it up yeah. off the ground, get it up ready for the kick. 30, no, it is no good. So that's big. So it's 34 to 20, and we'll see how that goes. We'll take a commercial break. You're listening to Summit Spartans Football on TriStar Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Welcome back in. Mike Epple, Justin Lamb on the call. It's 34 to 20. Independence leads Summit, 9.57 left of the game. The negative is Summit's down by 14. The positive is they have number one, and number one has scored like a lightning bolt the last two tries. I believe, I'm not sure you got um, time of possession in the second half, but. For the game, it's almost dead even. Okay. So Summit had to control it in the first half because Wade has literally hit them with three or four plays on each drive and gone from the 24-yard line and 20-yard line respectively. Both teams hovering at near 400 yards of offense. Another touchback. 
Oh. Yep, he's going to get it out. And I believe it's Cotton. Is it Cotton? Uh, we're trying to get the number. Depends if it's 20 or 28. Yeah. And it might be Karusik. I still can't tell. 20 at the one. It is. We had a seam there, too. Nice play by Karusik to get to the 41 yard line. 9.49 left in the game is here comes Mr. Wade out in the shotgun. And I'm sure that Independence defense is biting their fingernail. But a nice pursuit as Cotton's not going to go anywhere as Monahan, the junior, basically made a great play for Indy. So maybe got one, maybe two. Looks like one. Yep. And the clock is running. Allegedly. We don't see it, but we know it is. 34 to 20. Summit, the number one team ranked in 5A. The sweep. That play, is, that play just hadn't, very, hadn't worked very well tonight. It's done a good job sniffing that out every time. So they're going to may ask on Wade to do something here. Looks like he got one. Third and eight on the 43. Inside nine minutes. Sense of urgency now. Probably going to play to summit. I think this is four down territory. No question. Wade gets it. Thought about passing it left. Runs left. Wade cuts it back up. And he will get past the first down marker and out of bounds at the 45-yard line. So nice run by Wade. Yeah, pretty good decision there by Wade. He might have had a couple couple options down the field, but he realized he was going to be able to get more running the ball, so he took off. Wade got about 12 yards. And stepped out of bounds. Once again, on the move inside Independence Territory. Have to cash it in. And you could see an onside kick. You will see an onside kick. Because just the statistics aren't lining up for Summit to win this game. The way he's going to throw it either way. Oh, oh it's dropped. It's dropped before the hit came across. Maybe he heard footsteps. Ball was a little bit behind him, boy. Switzer got lit up too after that. Switzer is down. He got hit in the lower back pretty hard. He kind of got twisted trying to go back to make an adjustment on the ball and got hit really square in the back. Good job hopping up. Yeah, he is up at 8-17 left in the game, 34-20. The the call with Coach Coleman on Wednesday night may take a while with the injury report. I think he'll be all right. I think he just got the win, knocked out him a little bit there. It was a tough – a tough time uh, getting hit in the lower back right there with your back kind of twisting there to yeah. catch the ball. So 34-20 is the score. We're around eight minutes left in the game. Second and ten on the 45 of Independence. Summit's got it. And Wade's got it. Wade up the middle. Wade bounces to the right side. Wade's still going. Wade is still going. He is still going. Still going. Just makes guys miss, man. I believe down to the 15 if I get it right. I'm not sure. It's hard for me to tell, 
but it looks like it's to the the 15 yard line. Let me get see where the spotter goes. I looked at my spotter stand. Ellis, see what he's got. He's going to tell say me. It's, I don't know. Looks like the 12. The six yard line. The 34 yard run by Wade. Thank you, Stan. And Wade's going to throw it. Wade. Oh, nice breakup. Intercepted. Throw a little bit behind the receiver as a drag route across the middle to King. (coughs) Wade is tired. Both hands are on his knees. And I cannot see the time. I figured it's about seven minutes left in this game. It was 7.42 two plays ago at our last update. Well, it still says 742. All right, I'll take it. Is the official game time now. 742 inside the 10 to the 6, and that's where Summit will start. Oh, didn't work. Fumble. And the ball is on the ground because Cotton got hit as soon as he got it. And I don't know if that's a read from Wade or if that's a design handoff, but Wade, like if, it is, it. if it is, Wade probably should have pulled that one. So now another third down. Where are we at here? They lose a yard on that. Looks like it's still at the six. This is two-down territory for Summit. Any chance you want to win this game, you're going to have to convert this. Yep. I say you're going to see the ball in Wade's hand, back-to-back plays. Wade may say, let me just do this by myself for a second. But he has to have the blocking. Oh, false start. And we got a false start off the right side. Now, remember at home, that's where the inexperience is. The first-year starters from uh, the right side of the line. The left side has got more experience. So now you're... I still don't think it changes anything here. I still think you're going to see either... A delayed run by Wade, or maybe try to get him in some space on the outside. Right. 6.52 left. It's third and 10. 34-20. Wade across the middle. Got it. Nice catch. And it is touchdown, touchdown. for Summit. There's that man again, Brady Pierce, finding a way to make a big play when they have to have it. You got it. So there's hope. Wade Pierce. They are going to kick it this time. You'll be relieved to know. <laughs> nice touchdown throw from Wade, and it will be up, and it's got the distance if it's just straight down the middle, and it is. All righty, there we go. I've guessed nice. wrong twice, so I'm quitting guessing on extra points. Nice work by Ryan Crane. We'll take a commercial break. It is 34-27. What's next? You're listening to Summit Spartans Football. Tri-Star Sports Radio Network. Welcome house. back in. And we are back on. So, what we have here at the game of the week is 34-27. But both teams are scoring at will. And so, what do you do? You got three possessions for Indy this this half, all touchdowns. 840 yards total offense between the two teams. Summit has 441 yards of offense. Independence 399 yards. Think about it. Three possessions for 
Yep. Both teams, three touchdowns. The hand seam is in for sure for Independence. They're definitely thinking it's going to be an onside kick, and well, I think they're not? probably right. Though I know what you know, you could pooch it right here about the 35, 30 yard line. You got a huge gap between that hands team and the two guys. Actually, the one guy back deep could be a situation. Try to drop it in there and hope for the best. We know it's inside seven minutes. We don't know the time exactly. Six forty-four. Is that what it is? That's what it was on the touchdown. Okay, six forty-four. It comes up. You see, yep. And he dropped it, it in there. A little pooch kick, but it gets back. About 10 yards too far. Yeah, 10 yards too far. for the. And it's picked up by Ooh. Independence. And that will be Jackson Campbell, I believe, the quarterback. It was 18. It was. Yep. No, it was Campbell. They got the quarterback back there. Oh, my goodness. Huh. Well. Well, he's done everything else. Starting at the 32. Why don't I get 13 yards on a kickoff return, too? So, Independence, six minutes and 35 seconds away from victory here against Summit. Summit, the road team. You're going to see a steady dose of Campbell and Hartwell. I wouldn't think anybody else is going to touch the ball on this drive. Yeah, I wouldn't say that unless the pass play would be through third and long. But Hartwell will go up the middle and nowhere. And that's a gain of about two, and that's one of the best plays defensively for Summit in the second half. Yeah, good job on that play, too. Might have just been, yep, looks like almost two yards. Second down and eight. The lead seven for Independence. Summit, Summit coming up. Ten minutes to play this game. Independence established the 2004 Summit in 14, 10 years later. Ooh, now it's third day. They th- decided to throw it and tried to trick Coleman, but it one-hopped out to Moracle. And now do you go to Moracle or Katina here? Third and eight. Well, you know, I mean, prior to that last drive, Katina had not even been in on offense. That was the first possession he had been in on offense. Huge play. On the 32-yard line. Ken Summit. Going to the air. Across the middle, and it's bobbled in complete. So, Indy will have to punt for the first time tonight, I believe. They put it on the first possession. They did. Yeah, that's right. First three and out. You're right, Justin. This is the second punt. The key of that play, though, for the first time all night, they actually got pressure on the quarterback right there and made him had to make a quicker decision than he wanted to, and that's why he kind of short-armed that pass. And here we go. The return man is Brady Pierce. Here we go. The, kit, the punt is up and away by Allen. Get away from it, out of bounds. It's out of bounds. So now let me ask you this. we got about five minutes left. Do you go for two? No, they'll probably – I don't know. Do you go for two if you're Coleman? Depends on how they score. I'll tell you after they score. I can read his mind based on how they scored the touchdown. 39 looks like. Yeah. Well. Here we go. It is – about five minutes left in the game. Wade's out there. Summit's down by seven. And it's going to be up the middle. 
And a nice run there. They're, gonna, they're actually going to start him at the 40. So you picked up five on the nose, maybe six. That is correct. Karusik will run the ball there. Now we've joked about the inability to see the clock. Now it actually becomes a factor because you're not really aware of what time it is. You're kind of guessing at this point what time is left on the clock. Well, they bring in the big one, Hunter. And Hunter, nope, Wade's going to keep it. Wade's going to get one, two, and he carries a, about three eagles out of bounds. Hard to tell where he got to. Looks like he needed to get be to about a 50. yard short. Okay. Needed the 50. And that is a first down. Wow. So I guess he did get to the I mean, that play was basically nothing. You got a, what we got here? And we have a whistle before we can snap the ball. False start. A couple false starts uh, at the start of the game. Summit's cleaned it up throughout the game. But what do you have up your sleeve, Wade? Wade in space right here. First and 15. So that you give yourself a chance to stretch the field maybe on second and third down. It's like a little confusion. The indie student section is bouncing around like they're in Cameron Indoor Stadium. And Wade will throw I don't it. Know how, I was going to say, I don't know how he caught that ball. I don't didn't. know who it was to. If it was to. It was to King. Okay. Shake was underneath. So now it's second down. And 15. 436. It's amazing to me with the new scoreboard, you cannot get it to work. It is its debut, so. That might go back. These Wi-Fi scoreboards, I'm telling you. Anytime there's weather, there's issues with that. Don't know why. It's everywhere. Second down, 15. Wade in the shotgun. 45-yard line of Summit. We'll throw one outside. Yes. And off the fingertips a little bit too high for the intended receiver, Austin Harvey. Now it's third down. Now, obviously, this is not an advantageous spot for Summit to be in. Third and long is not their strong suit. But when you know you're in two-down territory, you could set yourself up so that maybe you do run a little draw for Wade, try to get seven or eight of these yards back to set you up with a more manageable fourth down here. You don't have to get it all right here on third down if you don't want to. Plus, they still have three timeouts. I mean, you could, in theory, punt, too. Wade at quarterback, third and 15. We need you. We need you. He looks. He looks. He's going to go for it. Try to run for it. Yes, he is. Wade. And Need the lineman's just got to get a block, got and he it. does. Wade to the 50, 45, 40. And he got it, first down. Destin Wade, number one. And he says, move the marker. 35-yard line of Independence. I mean, that is a 20-yard run for Wade. We've said it 14,000 times, but the kid makes something out of nothing again. 
unbelievable job by him to keep this keep this drive and the game alive for Summit. And, and the lineman stayed stayed awake, aware, and, and made the block for him up the middle. Here we go, got a hole. We'll hit that one hard. Nice run by Sam. Sam Kerouac. Kerouac. Great job there, man. He hit the hole so explosively. Huge to get a first down right there. Can't tell if he got to the 25 or the 24. As people begin to stand up, it's going to be harder and harder for us to see. It is. 3.53, they say, and Summit down seven. As Wade will get it and keep it. Wade. Maybe four or five. up the middle, right off the right tackle. And he'll get about four yards. And the clock continues to go. It's like down to about the straight up 20, it looks like. Coach Coleman, you might have the, a big, the biggest decision to make of the night. And no hurry here because Summit's going to basically say this is it. They got three timeouts. They can kind of do what they want to here with this. As we are going to about three minutes left, Wade in the shotgun. And Wade will fake it to Cotton, spin away from one guy, and Wade will run it. He will run it for another first down, and he's down inside the 10 to the nine-yard line, a six-yard run for Wade. He almost made a huge mistake there. He was at the line of scrimmage, thought about going back behind to throw the pass. He realized he couldn't, took off, got the first down. Wade has he run the ten? three, nine-yard line. He's at the nine. Wade, three first-down runs on this drive alone. Indy make all time out and try to catch their breath. And we have a whistle. This game seems like seems like it, it's gone by quickly, but he hasn't. I mean, this no. is this is a long game. Not entirely sure what the discussion's about. I don't know if it's a spot or if it's Wade's pleading his case. But I don't know if he's pleading his case to one of his players or he's just pleading his case in general. He's close to the officials. He's not going to like the call. He's he's got his hands in the air, saying maybe a hands to the face. I didn't even see a flag. Me either. An official timeout. Right now the ball spotted at the nine-yard line. 34 for Independence. I don't don't know what. 27 for Summit. So He's walking over to the other coach. Coach Coleman's getting an explanation. So, Summit started on the 46. I'm trying to read body language here to see who is exasperated. Just for this drive, Wade. Well, neither looks exasperated, so I have no idea. So, as we wait here, but Wade has, had, has three first down runs on his own. One of them was third and 15. 3.06 left in the game. I have no idea what that was about. It's first and goal on the nine. Summit down by seven. 
Wade in at the quarterback spot. Here he goes. He's going to. Big time trouble. Oh, yeah, my goodness. He is in trouble. He flings it back across his body. Whoa. Nearly all that was bad. That was a wild play. And could have been sacked. to get it to Maddox Reed. Good to see him back out there. Could have thrown an interception. Got very fortunate that play ended up with just an incompletion. A lot of bad things were going on there. Pressure off the left end, right in Wade's face. He backpedaled and threw across his body. And still almost made a play. And he's going to have to make another one. Nine yards to be within one point of independence. Looking at Brandon King here. Wade. Oh, got pushed Wade. down. He looks and rolls back and got pushed down. Brandon King. Brandon King comes back to him off the left side. He's one yard deep in the end zone. And Wade found him. That Nine play yards. was designed to King from the start, but what happened was the defender pushed him down in the back of the end zone. He got back up, kept the play alive, able to score a touchdown. Unbelievable effort by Brandon Will King. Will Coleman go for it. Now nah, he's kicking. He's going to kick it. I don't know. The riverboat gambler, Justin, would have gone for two, but I get it. Well, you just don't want to miss these. I have no idea. And it is good by a thumbnail. Lord help us. About a thumbnail that got over. We're tied, baby. What a game. three minutes. We'll take a commercial break. Don't go anywhere. This is the reason it's the game of the week. You're listening to Summit Spartans Football and TriStar Sports Radio Network. Pack tractors are reliably and number one. We track. are back here. As a little glitch in the action, we do apologize. It is 34-34. And right now, I do know on the internet we have texted, and that ball's live. Oh my God! Check up, he's out of bounds oh, too. And what a kick down to about the 12-yard line. It stayed in bounds because the field soggy. I'll That's a heck this. of a kick by Cooper Hall right there to pin them down at the 12-yard line. If you're listening online, I think some of this flipped to uh, JP back at the, uh, and, and I'm not sure. If you're online, I do know some people went to the post-game show with JP. Maybe not all of them. I'm not sure what but I know on 101.7 FM, I think they're still there, but hopefully we still got all the audience. I'm not sure. I did get a couple of text messages, so we will see on this. We're inside three minutes. Hopefully no one misses this. And not sure. We're going to start the game on the 12. And they're going to throw it, actually, out to the outside and a little shocking they did that but maybe they're trying to score it's Morica we're all back now we should be good to go what we got here injury again looks like cramps we should be good so good on both sides of this and they have it fixed 
So the radio station, we should be back on. Hey, Justin, if you want to pull up, uh, just in case they missed it, there's sure. an injury report. It's 34-34. It's 2 minutes and 34 seconds. But Justin Lamb's going to give you the stats for Destin Wade tonight. We got between the two teams right now 915 yards of total offense, which is pretty impressive for sure in the first game out. But Destin Wade, 14 of 20 passing for 257 yards and four touchdowns. He's also ran for 201 yards on 21 carries. So, I mean, an all-round unbelievable effort by him to keep Summit alive and now got him back in the game tied. Two minutes and 34 seconds injury timeout. We, we're staying on the field uh, for this uh, for a minute. It just kind of gets you up to date with what's going on and a lot of offense too for in, Indy as well. You said over 900 yards to so both teams being very successful and they're doing it both ways. Both teams running and passing the football really well. It really has been a balanced attack by both teams. They've both been pretty aggressive and tremendous quarterback play. Campbell obviously playing amazing for independence and we just spoke about how well uh, Dustin Wade's played tonight to keep Summit alive. Gavin Wells is the injured player for the Spartans. He's a senior. I hope to have him back out. And now Independence is trying to put the dagger in Summit. But you better be careful because if you throw incomplete passes, you can't get first downs. You bring back Wade one more time, and they do not want to do that. It's hard for us to see right now with a lot of people standing. This is the game of the week. We're tied at 34. Second down and four. And we are still I do not know what the holdup is again. On the officials. Whole lot of talking. A lot of pointing. Mm. It's, 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 uh, it's the first game for everybody. <laughs> for the scoreboard as well. Bless that poor scoreboard. We hope we have a better uh, debut with the scoreboard at Summit. Two minutes and 20 seconds left in the game. Well, there's another long discussion that produced zero results. I'm not entirely sure what's going on, but here we are back at action. Second down and four. One about the 20. And that's that to Campbell. Campbell's going to run. He's going to throw. Incomplete. And it is incomplete. And now, uh-oh, your third down and four. Do you run it or do you? This is huge. On about the sixth. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to go the air here. I think it's probably a little bit too yard. I mean, you might try to go to Hartwell, try to sink something up with the late run, but I think what you're going to see is Campbell roll out and either tuck it and go if he doesn't have anything downfield. Indy went three and out on their last drive. If they go three and out, it probably will be a punt to Summit to win the game. And that will be a blow to Indy. Here we go. Third down and four on the 18. Pressure. Pressure is up in the air. Got a guy. And don't know how that happens. And how in the world did they get free with Josh Armour? They called it incomplete. They called it incomplete. Incomplete. Never mind. They hit the ground. They said they hit the ground. Oh, my goodness. I got to be honest with you. I don't think that ball hit the ground. From where I'm sitting, it looked like he had that ball, got his hands underneath it. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. you cannot review it. No, you can't review you it. You can't review it at this level. If, if you're you, watching on YouTube, text me, but I think that ball was a catch. But uh, Summit will take that break, I promise you. The TV's here. 
you might have a replay on TV. You don't on the radio and the officials, and I've gotten a bunch of texts. We'll see. But here comes Wade to win. Wade for the win. They're going to get away from this punt and let it die down. There will be no return on this punt. Two minutes and 18 seconds. I'm honestly surprised I got somebody back there at all. Left in the game. Get away from it. Get away from it. Get away from it. And he's going to let it let it down. He's just going to let it go. And it will go and be down at the 28-yard line. Pretty good punt there for sure. And here you go. The 400 man comes out. 250 passing. Over 200 running. Almost every SEC school wants this kid, and here comes the junior to win the football game. Should be about two minutes left. I was going to say, I'd love to tell you how much time's left. I don't know. It is 34-34. We appreciate the audience online. I know a lot of people are listening online or on 101.7. Either way, you get Wade, and here he comes. Wade for the win. Ooh. They're going to hand it to Sam the man. And Sam's going to sprint one over and gain about three yards. Got wide, couldn't turn minutes. the corner. All right, I got confirmation. The ball was dropped. It was. Yep. Okay. A trusted source has told me the ball is dropped. Sounds good. We appreciate that person listening. And second and nine. One. 40 on the clock. No sense of urgency just yet. Summit's still Wade. got three timeouts, so if you get an opportunity where you can score, you can use that timeout. Wade. Wade thinks about running it, and he does. Good decision. Wade breaks one tackle. Two. He's on the open field. Three. Four. And he's still going. He's Wade. Oh, he's and he slips up on his own feet. He tripped on his own feet. And down he goes, but Wade is hurt. Wade is holding his left leg. We're going to call timeout. And this is bad news. Turf got him. Just hopefully it's not. I think it's a cramp the way they're working on him. Major. You can call a timeout so you, you can, can, you can get him, him back in the, in the game. We'll stay here because I know we got a big audience. So, Justin, that was a run from about. Again, something out of nothing. He was scrambling, didn't really have anything downfield, took off running and got it. That, you hear parents. Asking for hydration. This is uh they say it's a quit. I can't tell where the ball is. Either way, it was over 45, 40 yards. It came from about the 29. Our spotter, Stan Ellis, working hard to figure out. Looks like the 31. That's what I say, Joe. Yeah, that's exactly the number I got. 31. So it'd be what, about 47 yards? 39 yards. 30, yeah, that's right. 39 Minute yards. Minute 17. I assume that's going to be an injury timeout, not charge the summit. So we're here at 34-34. Right now it would be a 48-yard field goal. The key, <laughs> on the wet turf it would be unlikely. I think the key, is going to be, the key is going to be how quickly they can get him hydrated. Right. If they have to call a timeout, I think they will to continue this. They'll only let him sit out there so long before they make him come out. With an injury timeout, they're going to have to call timeout if they want him to stay in the game. But I think they're going to let this milk itself out uh, to see – if they need to use a regular timeout after the injury timeout's completed. So, so Wade rolled left, and he broke one tackle, two tackles, three, four up the middle, and he got away from five. But I think the cramp just stopped. The cramp I mean, doesn't kick in. He scores a touchdown. Yep. 
the, the, if that doesn't kick in, you just well, we're assuming that's what this is, <laughs> and not and, and and not the worst here. Well, they're so, pouring water in him and rubbing sure, his legs. Sure. So I feel pretty confident that that's what it is. I feel very confident. We'll Though I was also confident the kid didn't drop the ball, so I'm batting five five hundred right now. And they are now uh, going to. Uh, I believe Austin Harvey yep. is is going to play quarterback if necessary. So he is um, he is actually up with the uh, the center um, Ty Garber. Uh, Garber Garber is um, I'll tell you what what Coach Coleman liked about Garber was consistency in his steps and his blocking, and he showed that tonight. He's a two year starter, a junior. Continue to work on him right now. Looks like they got him sitting up. I think you'll probably see Coach Coleman call a timeout here. I just don't want to go away if Wade steps up. If we can, we'll, we'll take we'll, we'll get Terry to take take one uh, commercial break, uh, injury report here. We're tied inside about one minute and thirty seconds, and it's Independence thirty four, Summit thirty four. Uh, you've been listening to Summit Spartans football on TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. Austin Harvey will step in. Wade is off the field. It is one minute and in th- 17 seconds. 34-34, Mike Epler, Justin Lamb on the call for the Summit Spartans. What a big game. This is not. This hasn't disappointed the game of the week. And here we go. Across the middle. Carrot will run it up the middle. And we got a timeout. And we'll stay here. Hopefully get the exact time. 57, 57 seconds. Yeah, 57 seconds. That was a five-yard run. A Carrot. And we're going to see if Wade comes back in. Still working him on the sidelines. They're trying to rub that cramp out. You can see him down there on the ground right now, working as feverishly as they can this timeout. I mean, obviously they're talking strategy here, but they're also trying to buy a little bit of time to see if they can't get him back in the game. You need him. Obviously a brutal spot, a tough spot for sophomore Austin Harvey to come in here, but that's a kid that works his tail off. The uh, battle through a tremendous injury last year was out most of the year. Kept working, kept working in the offseason. He, he's earned the right to be in this game right here. And then if it wasn't for Destin Wade, I mean, you would think, you know, what you just described is, is a quarterback, you know, with the caliber to play. Yep. 57 seconds left in the game. Don't think he's going to be able to go in on this play. They're still working him pretty good over there. 34-34 is the score. Colum- uh, should I say Summit will be, da- I would say, close to the 20. It's hard for us to see the 25-yard line. Is that about So about right? the 27. 27. It's just tough for us to see with so many people here. And a bad, bad snap. snap. Great job Harvey. by Harvey keeping that ball. Oh. And gets back to the line of scrimmage. Woo. And now it's third. A little communication breakdown. A great job, though, by Austin Harvey. That could have been a disaster because if that fumble gets picked up, there's nobody over there. And they are waiting on Wade to enter. It's third down and – Summit calls another timeout. Can Wade get in on third down, or does he have to run it on fourth down? He is walking on the sideline now. He is walking, and the trainer asks him, 
How are you feeling? And he, that's the biggest watch is Wade. Absolutely. Like you said, 43 seconds. Mm. Again, for those of you who have just come in, the scoreboard has gone on and off about every five seconds, so it's really hard to get a judge of how much time's left. It really wasn't a big issue now, like we talked about earlier, until you get to this final drive, trying to figure out how much time you have left. 43.7. They're still trying to stretch Wade out, and this is heartbreaking for Summit. If you can't get him back in, maybe they use another timeout. Wade goes back in on fourth down, but they're still working the left heel. Another bad Here snap. Here he goes, up the middle, and that may be a first down. It is. Getting that up one, two, What three. an effort. And what an effort. Timeout right here probably. Uh, by Kerouac as he goes for about 20. That's at the eight. Can Wade come in? Wade, here he, uh-oh, he's going up. Oh, a bad play. He was trying to take a knee, and, and they're trying he to lost get, the, They're trying to get Wade in. They're going to call timeout now. He didn't spike it, I don't think. He's got to call timeout. Mm. 22 seconds left. How many timeouts? I think that's it. That's it. I think Harvey was trying to spike the ball right there. On the snap, it slipped out of his hand. He had to fall on it. So they're going to have it at, the looks like, about the nine-yard line. And here he comes. Destin Wade has entered the ballgame. I think second, it's the nine. Yep, second down and go on the nine. And remember, you can still win this with the field goal. It's 34-34. I think that was the last time out. So I'm sure they're telling Wade, you've got to get to the the outside or not. And that's it. Can Summit win the barn burner here at Indy? 34-34. We appreciate everyone listening. It is a late game. Almost 10 central. But it's everything on the eight. anyone wanted to hear. Here he comes. Wade is in. Can he do something spectacular? Wade yes, he can. Up the middle, touchdown. Unbelievable. He the defensive end, and in he goes. Summit will take the lead. Just like that. Baby. I mean, what else can you say about a kid who is laying on the ground not 30 seconds before that play, trying to get a cramp rubbed out, comes in, takes a hit in the backfield, breaks a tackle, goes in for the touchdown. Bad snap. Bad snap, and they're going to try to run it in, and that's not going to do it. So it's 40-34. Now. You got to bottle up this excitement that you just had from this touchdown because the game's not over yet. They've shown the ability to stretch the field with Campbell. They've had some big plays. River Katina caught the deep pass. So now you got to kind of settle yourself back down, realize there's still 22 seconds left. You're probably going to lose about seven or eight seconds here on this kickoff. Still got to make a couple of defensive stops to see if we bring this home. You got 22 seconds. We'll stay here. We appreciate everyone. 101.7 also on TriStar Sports Radio Network to listen to the game. Mike Epley, Justin Lamb on the call. This has been a dandy.
pretty good debut game, I think, Mike. It is, it is, and I will tell you this. Uh, Summit has never led until 22 seconds left in the game. And they have 579 yards of offense. And all that's weight. A lot of it is. Well, close. All right, now, you got to be careful here. They got Campbell back there to return the yep, kickoff. Yep. I think they're going to try to figure probably the pooch kick again that they've been doing. This is the most excited I've seen. They've adjusted the clock now, 17.6. So that means oh, that touchdown came tenth. at 17. We got the 10th in these things now. Yep. Wow. Okay. Here we go. And it is a pooch kick. Campbell at the 14. And Campbell got it. He's up the middle to the outside. Took up a lot of time, though. And they push him out, and we got a flag on the play. And, it, and that is not what Coach Coleman wanted, but it's 9.3. So Whatever one happens, play. maybe, maybe two, because you do have a timeout. They do have timeouts. So you, the max you can do here is two. The, is there a flag or no flag? Yes, they're waiting to see where we where we have the ball here. Oh, here right comes the now, official. Right now it's at the 50. They picked it up. Personal foul against Summit. Oh, no. So that goes 15 more yards. So they're going to spot it at. They say Hey, they stay stepped out on the 43 of Indy, so they're going to mark it from the 43. So, actually, we're going to start on the 43 of Summit with nine seconds left. Here we go. And you need a little bit of pressure here. Definitely need some pressure. What a if Summit could somehow don't let him get, get out of bounds. Campbell. Quick pass. Gonna throw a screen. Over. Not gonna to work. The left. Uh, got and loose. Got some yardage, and it's gonna be one final play. And I can't get the number of the player. Number ten. Amore got it. Amore got. They're gonna spot it at the twenty-eight. Fifteen-yard play to Amore. One last play from the 28 with a probably about two or three seconds, and we got a timeout. We'll Independence call timeout. What do you do here? Guard the goal line, or do you pick them up? But, well, what they've done is they've, they've they spread the receivers out wide, and they're crashing them down the middle. I think you're going to look for that right here. We're going to try to fake it out and then go down the middle of the seam. That's where they've gone. They hit the touchdown with Katina. They hit the touchdown with uh, Brigham earlier, too, that same play. Hmm. But we don't know how much time. We think there's two or three seconds. And we are now down to one play on the 28-yard line. Summit leads by six. Independence has the football. We are live at Independence. It's the game of the week, and it has been. Looks like they're going to put three guys back. Inside the 10-yard line. Going to rush three and drop everybody else back. 
here we go. Campbell and shotgun. One last play, here it is. Campbell across the middle. And it's ground. short, and, and the victory is going to go to the Summit Spartans with a great comeback away from home. What a phenomenal play by Wade to come in after he's hurt and then the defense for three straight possessions to stand tall. Two, two and out, or two, uh, I guess two and outs uh, for. They scored the game's last 20 points. I mean, they were down 34 to 20 in the fourth quarter. Come back, three touchdowns. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, an unbelievable job by Summit. Up against the wall, had those two possessions early in the first half, could have been up big. Instead, they end up finding themselves down 14 points in the fourth quarter on the road. And just an unbelievable individual ever by Destin Wade. I mean, you can't, you cannot put into words how well the kid played tonight. He ended up with 579 yards of offense. He completes 14 to 20 passes, 257 yards, four touchdowns. And to top it off on that, 23 carries, 249 yards, two touchdowns rushing, including the game-winning touchdown after he laid on the field for four plays with a severe cramp. I mean, what else can you say about the individual effort and the way the job that the Summit says staying together? Because when you're down 14 points on the road against your art rival, things could fall apart mentally. The team, you could lose your team, and they stay together and find a way to win. Here's what you don't know. You don't know how many games you're playing. And you don't know if the TSSAA is going to take this game and not a region game. Right now it's set up where region games matter. That's it right now to the playoffs. If there's only four games, this game might matter. Right. And we don't know that. So, And that's why you see Wade playing so many, uh, taking so many snaps and so many hits. Because I talked to Coleman. He's going to, he's going to ride him out. Because you just don't know. So... Great, great. Summit did what good teams are supposed to do, right? You find yourself in a bind. You find yourself in a situation that a lesser team, a weaker team, falls apart, gives it up. Hey, we'll play again next week. They found a way to fight. They found a way to stay alive. And they found a way to make the plays when they had to. Backs against the wall, came up with two big defensive. Summit Spartan Football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Quick Marks, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental, Franklin Kubota, Right Care Clinic, Game Time, DB's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Sands Fence Company, Tin Pin Alley, Parks Motor Sales, and by The Garbage Man.